Ian Bolt on Fubari. Come on, get through it. Babes, welcome to the show. It's Monday. It's <laughs> two o'clock. It's not not where we are. It's six o'clock. Six o five, in fact. Mm. But you don't need to know about that. Hey, sweet baby girl. At two twenty, we've got Oliver Leclerc and Ashley Driver from Chicken Shed Theatre Company. Um, theatre, not theatre company. Theatre yep. production of One Flew of the Cookies Nest. They're gonna be in the studio in a little bit. Then, on the Teflon, three o'clock, we've got Chaz Hodges from Chaz and Dave. He's going to be on the phone ahead of their new album. Ahead of their new album? I don't like how that's... He's that's, going to be on the phone ahead of their new this album. Is, this is how a little bit of Toby's us, kid. That's how they were talking about. Which is out on the 20th of April. Ahead, ahead of, the of, new, of their new ahead Then at 3.15, we have actor Callum Lynch in the studio, ahead of <laughs> his role in the Rose Theatre Kingston's of. production of Much Ado About Nothing. He'll be coming in ahead of that. What? As opposed to during it. Afternoon. I'd like to say good afternoon to you ahead of the rest of the show. Not um, and behind then, the rest of the show. No, and then although now it is behind the rest of the show because it's gone, it's, hasn't it? It's happened. So this. But ahead of the rest of the show, I would like to say good afternoon. <laughs> although if I refer to that good afternoon now, it's behind the rest it's, of the show. Remember? Yeah, behind the show. So. But the chicken sheds—they're not, not coming in ahead of their theatre production. They're from. Doesn't say it on them. They're just from the theatre production. Yeah, yeah, but, from. but Chaz and Callum are ahead. Chaz Hodges will be coming ahead of their new album. So before the new album, That'll I mean, be ahead of it. Well, I mean, I guess technically it's true because it's not released until the twentieth of April. I would but say, but would you not just say chatting about their new album? Yeah, I would put that. Not ahead of their new album. Talking about his new role in the Rose Theatre Kingston's production. Much I think not ahead of his ahead role. Of his ahead role. of his role. Callum Lynch, that is, isn't it? Yeah. Get him, can you, what's, Toby. He, what's your name again? Toby. Toby, <laughs> Toby come on in Get, a sec, Come mate. in, Toby. Just so we can just talk about this, because it's just getting silly, isn't it? <laughs> Are we doing the appraisal or now again? We can do we have it. not done if one you with want, Toby. We haven't done an appraisal. Have, have, you, have we ever done one with Toby? No, never with Toby. Oh, let's do that. So let's, we do this with all assistant producers, that Toby. Time, they it? have the, an appraisal hi, team. on air. I should also tell you, I mean, don't say hi, team, because as I recall, Jacob <laughs> started that shit, and oh, he went he did, down yeah. fast. Um... Uh, yeah, uh, I didn't realise we handled an appraisal. We haven't, no. so, um, And I, I would also warn you that post-appraisal, so the appraisal is ahead of, um, <laughs> and has been ahead of, yeah. people, people kind of getting Please. sacked, hasn't it, really? It's really challenging you in the appraisal. Yeah, this appraisal will be ahead of you getting dismissed from the company. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know 
Shouts from Chaz and Dave mm-hmm. on the phone ahead of their new album, A Little Bit of Oss, which is out the 20th yeah, of April. Yeah, like, if, if it was ahead of a gig that he was doing, I'd understand what you mean, but ahead of a new album just doesn't sound right. Okay, so if I was ahead of the album release? To chat about the new album. I think it's the word album. ahead, isn't it? That no, I don't think ahead is the problem. There. I would say Chaz Hodges from Chaz and Dave is on the phone talking about their yes. new album, A Little Bit of Oz, or chatting yeah. about their new album, A Little okay. Bit of Oz, not ahead of their new album. Could have had promoting, okay. speaking yeah. about... How about ahead of their new album release? Yeah, that would have worked. So yeah, that would have okay. worked. Right. That would have worked. But okay. again, I don't think I wouldn't have used that. I'd have said just chat, just make it informal, mate. Chatting. Okay. Like what you're doing when you say ahead of it, you're making it sound like a chore for these people that they're coming in <laughs> yeah. ahead of their prior engagement. You know, yeah. their engagement. But anyway, how long you worked here for, Toby? Seven months. Not bad. Not bad. Is that good for an assistant producer? Yes, that's yeah, it's quite good. We're still early. Still quite. I mean, with Jacob. It? Oh, it was over a year, well over a year, <sighs> a year and a half, I think. What a year that was! Well, that's, that was the same year as September the eleventh, wasn't it? <laughs> it feels like it, it was. was. It feels no. like wasn't that the tsunami year? It might have been. Feels there was like something it was. Going on that year. Feels like it was definitely. Yep. Um, so Natalie is your direct superior. Yep. I I would imagine that's something that keeps you awake at night. I sleep quite well. Really? Content with that? That that's that's above you. <laughs> really? Would you? I'd be good if you're my boss. I'd be good. Wow, that's part of the Deal reason that that amount of fun is part of the reason <laughs> that wow. I would be gutted about it. Yeah. Um, so now you do the appraisal. You're going to appraise Toby for his work. Um, how do you think it's going, Toby? How do you welcome think you're him doing? in first. Of oh, all. sorry. Welcome, Toby. Thank welcome. You. Have a seat. Thank you. you are sat. Um, bit presumptuous. Like a- bit presumptuous. <laughs> you just sat ahead down. Ahead of your seat. Always <laughs> wait to be asked to sit down. Yeah, it's true. Would, you, just- would you like a tea? I mean, it doesn't. Sure, it doesn't happen in an appraisal, but, no, but I'd probably be asking again, you again. Unprofessional. It's like asking someone if they want a back massage. It's like <laughs> that's not what we're here for at the moment. Okay. What else you wanted? It's a very tea. formal. Very formal. Nobody's actually asked me if I wanted a tea. No, not one person asked me. Well, I had to oh, ask. No. no one asked me. I asked. No, not for this show. Last show did. Mm. Oh. And, and I did. I wanted. I wanted some hot water. Put one of my tea did you want in. something now? It's too late, isn't it? He's in, he's in here, isn't he? Is there anyone else out there? Yeah, yeah, there's Anthony out there. Anthony. Sarah Love's still out there as well. So, well, I don't think, think I could send her to get me a cup of hot water. I don't think she's, gonna, she's not going to go and get you a cup of hot water, no. I could just send her, can I? I mean, <laughs> could march could. Her off to get she hot won't water. go, but yeah. Sorry, continue the appraisal. Yep. Um, so you've been here now seven months. Yep. And, so uh, she sounds disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think it's going? Oh, yeah. It's Worst thing you can hear, that, isn't it? How do you think it's going? Well, I had a bad run to start. Yep. What did he do? I can't remember. What did he oh, do? Every show I was on then seemed to cease. Oh, yeah. He did get rid of presenters quite a lot. <laughs> well, they just fucked <laughs> off. They just had enough. Just left. <laughs> Can I ask a question? When you arrived at Food Bar Radio, when you you know got the job and that, and I, I don't know how you got it, I don't know what happened, in terms of, did you have an interview or? Yeah. With Nat? Yeah. How did that feel at that point? It was, it was very welcoming. Mm. Whereabouts was it? Pub, I presume? It was here. In here? I've stopped and doing how that did now. It, did you dress up for it? Did you put a suit on? No, I didn't go full suit. I, I've, I've been. Um, I had a shirt on. Yeah, yes. I, I looked good. Good. Because yeah. I've seen people come here for interviews, no. just like yeah. completely Billy bollocks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they never get a job. <laughs> Even when I've said, yeah. let her come in, I mean, she's like, no, no. I thought a basic requirement to an interview just wear some clothes. Doesn't have some, to be. Yeah. Yeah. Some, it's not to be a, some, a suit, but well, just, that could be just sandals, some, can't it? Well, some do come in in suits, don't they? There have been people that come in in suits. Yeah. yeah. What did Jacob wear when he came? It's like just his cape and. It was a cape and his fangs and that's yeah. it. Cape and fangs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all he had. Okay, so um when you got when you got the job, what were your when you looked ahead and you thought, Okay, I've got brilliant, I've got a job there. Mm-hmm. What what did you envisage happening? Was it this or was it something different? 
Well, originally I started one day a week, didn't I? Mm-hmm. And then I did two. Mm-hmm. So just some days on your own. Two, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it, was, it was producing and sending uncensored radio. Right. Yeah. But yeah, all the shows you produced have been shit-canned. Except for this one. Well, no, I know. You know, you work on. Uh, there's talent, uh, isn't there? There's talent, and there's people that can just like not break a sweat on this and do but it no, easily. But you worked on Back Row. That's still here. Yeah, what's Back Row? That's good. Who's Back Row? Who does that? Johanna James. Johanna James. Is that his cup out earlier on? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't know who that is. Okay, is that a lady? Yes, a lady. Yes. Okay. And now you work on. What happens on Back Row? What's that about? It's sort of film, entertainment, arts, and also theatre people, actors. All right. Okay. And what was the next one? Pitch Talk. Sports show. Pitch talk. Yeah. Sports What's that show. about? Sports show. Who does that one? Uh, Rachel Cox. Uh, Rachel, Danny, and Olivia Cox. I mean, get the name of the presenters yeah. right. It was the wrong way around. Is that uh, was that more than one person? That's Olivia Cox and Rachel Downey. Or, oh, Rachel, or Downey. Rachel Cox. I think you said Ra- Rachel Downey, Olivia Cox. I thought it was all like one big oh, double. Oh, okay. No. A really long name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Rachel Downey and, uh, and Olivia Cox. That's yep. good. Yeah. Who are they, what do they do? Uh, so it's, obviously. Yes, yeah, so it's a sports and fitness show. Sports guests and fitness people come on. Sorry. Do they do like aerobics down the radio or something is it like that they haven't they did They did. They, we had yoga well, that was yeah, on the someone, show, someone did yoga. some squats as well yeah, yeah. Some squats some squats on air sounds, squats. <laughs> sounds brilliant yeah. squatting and listen to that I presume it's available as a podcast yeah, all yeah them okay yeah. Go look, just, just google squats put squats into iTunes someone do squats I didn't know that yeah some fitness guy did some squats in the, oh, okay. in the I think it was squats it might not have been squats I can't really remember. Missold that. It might have been like pooping in the corner. <laughs> Maybe yeah. you just like couldn't handle it anymore. Yeah. Okay, so that's still going, is it, that yeah. one? Were you in there at um, conception of that one or were you just brought in later no, on? No, you were moved to and it moved to Tuesday. Moved to it. Yeah. Oh. Sounds like trouble, doesn't it? Sounds like, let's put him on a safe show. <laughs> so is that why he's on my show? Because uh, you went, oh my God, every show that he does is literally falling to shit. We wanted to kill let's you Let's put off. him on a safe show. No, oh. no, no, I didn't mean that, but yeah, it could be like uh, I feel like... I don't know why I moved you to Mondays, or we, or we may not have been moved. You just came in on Mondays, but I felt like I needed somebody. Just turned up one Monday, and here I am. Is he employed? Has <laughs> anyone even checked? Honest, I don't actually know who he is. Because this is the sort of scenario where you could have interviewed him and decided not to have him. Oh, we see. And then when he turned in, you'd have been like, "Oh, maybe. Oh, we must have said that you can have it then." And then I feel like um, any prospective staff for Food Bar Radio, if you ever go for an interview, just turn up. No, no. So do the interview do and that. then just turn up the following Monday. Oh, she no, won't no, realise. No. She'll had, have no idea. We've had people turn up before and it was a bit creepy. I'm so listening. we don't like that. What happened? <laughs> oh god. Just um just somebody that was really wanting to work here. And what did they do? Without knowing anything about us whatsoever. So what did they do? Just kept turning up in reception. To work or for an interview. <laughs> just to see try and see me and it was always up like, this isn't the way to do it. You've got to make an appointment. Are you sure it was to do a work or was it like a stalkery thing where they just like wanted to had they met you before? Um once and it was one of the most bizarre interviews like I don't even know if I can call it that word with somebody I've ever met in my is life is it a gentleman or a lady it was a gentleman okay and had he so he'd had an interview and not got it um, no no it wasn't that it was that for said interview yeah. he was an hour and a half late in which I had to chase him say, are you coming in or not nice. and then when he did come in to chat he <laughs> yeah. sat uh, with a packet of B&H in his hand just, turned, nice. just kept looking <laughs> nice. and turning them over in his hand yeah 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 he sounds really and cool and then um didn't really know anything about us or any presenters or anything at all about the station. We got his details on but the system. Said he quite liked the birds that worked here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. So well, I like some of the birds actually. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I do. What do you call Abby? Abby's a nice bird. Abby's a bird. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, you're a bird. I'm isn't a it? bird. 
I, what the birds work here? It was so bizarre that I thought someone was kind of pranking me. I had to think right. this can't be for real. It can't be. And Abby, who was, was in the other name? room, what was she his was, first name? I'm not going to say. Let's say his first name. Um, his name was Ben. Ben, okay. Uh, and Abby was in the other room. She had texted me like, oh my God, is this a joke? Because she heard it and thought, I couldn't quite believe what was happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then she's since a cracking bird, Abby, isn't she? She's, she's like, a cracking up, up bird. For the she's a cracking bird. Um, <laughs> I just pushed her over in the other room for a joke. She's that, she's a bird that loves that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, smell of onions. She loves that stuff. <laughs> smell of onions. Yeah, she's that kind of bird. She pushed her onions. over because she smelled onions. Yeah. Uh, but since he came in, mm, he then you know, was quite was quite rude and all this because yeah, I yeah. said, you know, I've got, I'm kind of busy. So if I've given you a time to meet you, then I've got to meet you at that time. You can't just roll in two hours late and then think I've got all day to hang out with you. Mm. But then after that, was sending me kind of fairly shitty emails saying what I think I've been judged quite harshly just because I didn't know anything about the station I agree with him I agree <laughs> completely I think you've not given him a fair crack of the whip in fact to the point where I think we should go and find his details on the no, system no. and I should give him a call now no 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 and then there was another let guy let me give him a call as if I'm from a rival station I'll pretend I'm from what was that one called talk to me radio I'll pretend I'm from that station I say, look, we've got a job vacancy going. Right. Well, there in fact, was... we've got all job vacancies going. Do you want to be on this? Well, and we'll just send him down to wherever well, that was. Well, there was him and there was the other one. He wasn't the one that kept turning up. There was another guy. I actually can't remember his name. It was a while ago. They just kept appearing in reception. And right. I was like, I can't. No, I can't. I've, I've said no. It's very weird. So, there's, so Toby, you've done really well. I really feel like we things. should phone this, Ben. I don't, I, I'd rather not speak to him. But you don't have to. He's intimidating. I'll, I, but I'll speak to him. I won't even mention for you, but let's prank call him. No, did, like, then we have pink. to. The thing is, then you can't, do that. you can't do that because then you do actually, as you would know for what you have to tell him what it's actually for. Well, I'll say I'm calling from a radio station. Am I all right for you to be on the air because I want to offer you a job? And he'll go, Oh, oh yes, no. oh yes, please. But then you're not going to say it's Let us. me put me B and H out. <laughs> I just, in some ways, that's one of my favourite bits. I just don't know who would sit down with somebody going for a perspective interview and then a sit sexy, there, a, a what? perspective, sexy interview. perspective interview, not a sexy interview, right. and then just sit there holding a pack of facts. I just don't know. Well, was it informal or was it in the office? Uh, no, it was, it was in the office. Was he full suit? Uh, I, do you know what? I can't remember. I was so transfixed by someone bringing mm. a pack of B and H. There you go. Well, that, well, that's but maybe. The, do you know what? That could, that could genuinely be why he did it. Because right. you'll remember that person. Yeah. It's the bloke with the B and H. Yeah, that's true. So you remember him. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed now, but Toby's yawning through his appraisal at the moment. Wow, I'm not yawning. Toby. I'm paying I'm very attentive. You were yawning, I just watched well, you do it. Uh, Look, you're on camera, we could just play it back. What and do you show think you. your strengths are, Toby, and and what do you think your weaknesses are? It's not bloody stamina, is it? Um <laughs> <laughs> Well let's start on let's start negative and go fast positive. Asleep. What 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 do you think you could do better? What's your weaknesses in, in just in life, really? Um, That's a good question. One of my weaknesses in life, uh, yeah. I think I'm probably a bit of a perfectionist. Shut up! Fucking hate people that say that. Really? Oh, what did they teach you that at fucking what do you job mean interview? By, what school? do you mean by that, Toby? Sometimes I get. What, I'm, I'm just really concerned about getting. Do you give me really evils? No, yeah, I think it's I fair think just I, to clarify. No, no, no don't talk to him. That's a bit annoying of an answer because it's one of those things that you say to think like, it's oh, humble brag. It's humble brag. Yeah, they're okay. going to think yeah, I'm really good. Yeah. Said, what, you know, that's what they're going to think. If somebody says to you, what, is you, what are your weaknesses? Say an actual oh, okay. weakness. Being a perfectionist isn't a weakness. Like, if anything, I'll think my, you, my weakness. Go, oh, my weakness is uh, I, I work too hard. Oh my God, Jinx. We both said that exactly. That's the other Let's give him a fair yeah. crack. So forget, you, forget you said that. Yeah, that's, okay. that's gone. Right, uh, what are your weakness? weaknesses? I think I'm quite impatient. Yep. Honest, that's good. You've kept your shit together now, so that's good. Yeah. You haven't gone nuts in this, isn't it? No, I don't tend to go nuts. What would make? What, what sort of things make you go nuts? What sort of things uh, annoy you? Yeah, make you get angry. 
I don't really know. Um, oh. This annoy you. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> that would really annoy me now. That's what if we did it like water torture, though? What if we just put oh, your headphones on you yeah, now yeah, yeah. and I'll just keep. All right, all right, all right. I want to see at that, what that point. Would, that would annoy you. <laughs> well, let's do that then. Make sure his headphones are on both ears. <laughs> yeah. Do you want actually? Can I just come over? Don't have to loop it. Oh, okay. That's no, right. Because otherwise it will have a rhythm oh, and that I will see. be fine. Yeah. Okay, fine. So now you've got a headphone slightly off one yeah, ear. Both ears, it's both very ears. loud. I yeah, yeah, no, it will be. It needs to be. It absolutely will be. It will be. In fact, Nat, could you could you actually go around to the back of him and just like just hold. You don't have to like be brutal, but just hold them. There you go. There you go. So here we go, so Toby, <laughs> you ready? Yeah. And uh, all, like all the way to do is to speak your feelings at all, at all yeah. times, okay? I'm not going to say nothing, that's okay. not going to say anything. Mm-hmm. Ready? All right, all right, all right. That's fine. All right, all right, all right. I know the person who did it. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. That's it. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> it's still fine. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> this is not that. It's actually all right, very annoying. All right, all right, all right. That is, that is annoying. All right, all right, all right. This is your show. All right, all right, all right. Look at the money I'm making pressing right. one button. All right, all right, all right. Now, did I say you can have a drink of water? This is all part of breaking him down. Oh, right, all right, okay. here we go. Right, I'm going to okay. do it one more time. <clears throat> yep. Okay, and then I, what I want you to do is part your appraisal now is I want you to replicate what you hear exactly. All right. Okay, there are going to be three sound clips, and you need to replicate them exactly. <laughs> I know the ones Exa- you've got no, the you, what, what's the, Who does this in a job? You? This, I mean, surely at this oh, point, right, appraising. we're appraising how yeah. your job's going. You've got to do it. Right, you ready? Yeah. Within reason. <clears throat> Here we go. And you've got to, don't forget, you've got to repeat exactly. Are you going to do three in a row, and then I've got to repeat after the three, or one repeat, one repeat, one repeat? Could my instructions be any clearer? <laughs> Repeat exactly what you hear. Okay. Okay, you ready? <clears throat> Did you start laughing? You yeah. ready? I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. ready. We'll get chicken cheddar okay. and we're ready. Rudy, 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 Rudy! Rudy, 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 Rudy! All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Oh, can I sound like... Don't forget, you've got, you've got to repeat all of it. Yeah. So everything you hear, so let's try it again. Rudy, 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 Rudy! Rudy, Rudy, now, Rudy, Rudy. Listen, listen. Everything you hear. Rudy, 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 Rudy! Rudy, Rudy. No, listen. Rudy, 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 Rudy! <laughs> Rudy, 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 Rudy. <laughs> That's it. That Next one. Ah, no, don't talk. Sorry. Number two. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Okay, and number three. Everybody wanna talk like they got something to say But nothing comes out when they move their lips Just a bunch of gibberish And motherfuckers act like they forgot about Dre Who's next? Mama phoned up last night, she was going fair She was in a tent, I'm pulling it And where your sister's caught in a scruffy looking shit Father don't give a monkey to never what I don't care, I don't care, I don't care If it comes round here, I've got more beer in the side board here Let mama sort it out if it comes round here If it comes round here, if it comes round here Put some emergency Chaz and Dave on. We should always have some emergency Chaz and Dave. I had some emergency Chaz and Dave ready. That's good. Because that for, forgot about Dre, he's got a hidden track on the end of it. So what happens in it? Just some chatting. Just carries on talking. Oh, he's chatty, am I? Doing all the rap business. Uh, we're joined now 
um, in real life by Oliver Leclerc and Ashley Driver from Chicken Sheds Theatre production of uh, One Flew the Cooker's Nest. Welcome, yeah. guys. Hey, thanks right. for having us. Um, it's an absolute pleasure. It's a uh, Cooker's Nest is all right, eh? Good film, isn't it? Yeah, but it's a good play. Yeah, as well. Like it really, and I think there's a there's a fair chunk of difference in in the movie and the in the play, and even more so with the book as well. Mm. Do you know what I had when I was a kid? I had on order at a bookshop in St Helens, a little independent bookshop. The play of Cuckoo's Nest, but it's Dale Wasserman, right? He wrote yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the reason I know that is because I had it on order for like five years, and it just <laughs> never arrived. It was they were always going, oh, it's not come through yet, it's not come through yet. I was so desperate popular. to read it. I don't think I think it was out of print or something because <laughs> I'd read Casey's book, and obviously it's in the movie, and really was kind of obsessed with it. And mm. the reason I know it's Dale Wasserman is because I just had it on order for a long time, never got it. But I saw the play a few years ago, and some comedians did the play. Oh, um, right. the, the Comedians yeah. Theatre Company did it, and it was all comics playing all the parts and stuff. But with uh, what's the cat's name? I thought like Nicholson, Christian Slater. Yeah, Christian Slater. Yeah, he did it like yeah. 2004. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but all the cast were comedians. So mm. Dave Johns was in oh, it. Okay. Steve Kamos was in it. Oh, Mackenzie oh. was in it. Mackenzie Crook. Right. Okay. Mm. He played Billy Babbitt. Um, so you nice. did it at Chicken Shed now. Mm. Um, and who are you playing? Well, I'm playing uh, the the role of Randall McMurphy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and here's and, Cheswick uh, right uh, here. Yeah, I'm playing uh, Are you Charlie. Cheswick? Yeah, I'm yeah. Charlie Cheswick. Yeah. Nice, nice. That's and how when when you approach something like that, we'll talk about Chicken Shed as well a little bit because mm. Chicken Shed is it's kind of a I don't know if it's unique as a theatre company anymore, but it was unique for a long time, and it, and it certainly has has a, a great ethos. Chicken Shed, and it's, I've actually got a mate who does some stuff at Chicken Shed sometimes. Mm. He's, he's certainly in the panto every year as well. A guy yeah. called Joe O'Brien, and. Um, and I used to qu- live quite near Chicken Shed Theatre Company, uh, the, where the actual theatre is. And I've always been slightly intrigued by it as a thing, because it has a real life of its own. And it has a real... Can we speak about the ethos of, of Chicken, yeah, chicken so, Shed, really? So basically, like the, the, the ethos surrounding Chicken Shed is that the, um, the performing arts is quite a good vehicle to promote greater social cohesion across yeah. all bands. So... Uh, if you come and see, uh, like Cuckoo's Nest at the moment, we try and make sure that our cast is reflective of as many different parts of society as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, with our student intake, you know, it's not, uh, I know the performing arts can be seen as quite a middle class thing, but with our students, you know, we, we, we source our students and we, we get applications from loads of different backgrounds. Um, big, uh, big push for um, people who wouldn't be able to. Uh, maybe access performing or, yeah. or education in other places due to various uh, perceived disabilities and needs yeah. and stuff like that. And so it's it's kind of like a, a a miniature melting pot of a better working society in, yeah. in our opinion. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm very proud to work there. I've been a member of Chicken Shed since I was six, and I think the best thing about it is when when you're there, it's not a thing of oh, I'm here amongst you know loads and loads of different people like as a kid I just went there because it was fun and it was yeah it was just what it was but subliminally and subconsciously going into my mind was this kind of I was just digesting what what society as a whole could potentially be one day yeah yeah, yeah. it's a it, it's it's sort of hard to talk about without sounding very worthy and I don't want to sound worthy about it but mm. it's I had an experience last year when I went to see Tommy on tour which was I can't remember what they would call that theatre company it was something in Moon we, uh, uh, we Half moon. the moon or something? No, no. It was it was a production of Tommy, the Who's Tommy, mm. <coughs> or Townsend's Tommy, and it was um, actually weighted more towards perceived disability performers, but um, also able-bodied performers as well. You know, it was, but it was certainly 
hugely powerful to me. It was like, I went to see it in Birmingham and I was like, oh my God, the, the, all these parts aren't ability specific. They're not. And particularly something like Tommy, where, you know, there's actually disabilities within that. Mm. So, uh, but watching it, I was like, oh, there's no reason at all why that can't be someone in a wheelchair. There's no reason at all why that can't be somebody who is deaf in real life and all that. And it, it rocked my world. I was like, sort of, like, kind of in tears a little bit in the interval. I was like, this is like, it felt like a punch in the face. Like, I was mm. like, oh, fuck, I, I must have had all those preconceptions myself. Mm. And there's one beautiful thing to do a lot at Chicken Shed, too, is, um, and that we have in the play is uh, the physical theater aspect of it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. the movement of uh, people with uh, special needs or yeah, yeah, uh, different yeah. abilities, it's great because it's so unique. Yeah. And the way we research that and the way we work with that too is, um, is it's really beautiful to watch. You know? Yeah. So how are you finding it as, as an actual piece? What, what's your approach to it as actors? What's your approach to it? What is your, because it's, I think it's a difficult one, Cooker's Nest as well, because it is so synonymous with the movie. Like, like that movie has, has got it, kind of like Frankenfurter in Rocky right. Horror it's fucking and that's one on the of the traps you know is yeah, just yeah. to play um, Jack Nicholson to play uh, Danny DeVito to play yeah, all yeah. these yeah. these great roles you know yeah. how do you live with that uh, like kind of overshadowing the whole thing and how do you well I mean you just don't don't watch the movie before doing it <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, just yeah, like totally, guess, forget yeah. about the movie yeah. and just leave that far behind just the memory of the movie is good enough the spirit's there because they did nail it like yeah yeah they really did come on I mean how, how are you gonna you're not gonna try to compete with that so um, just forget it and yeah. just just digest the people that are in, in front of you yeah and get really with I mean the casting is, has been done so specifically to um, reflect who these characters are pre um, uh, Jack Nicholson I'm going to yeah, say you know yeah, yeah. so so just yeah just stay with the people that are in the room it's a difficult I guess the other difficulty with that is as you say and as we both agreed that they, na they nail it in that movie mm -hmm. and I then related it as well to Frankenfurter in Rocky Horror it's nailed by, t t by Tim Curry in the movie and, and in the original London production um, so when something's been nailed you also go well do I want to go too far away from that because it was nailed so mm, that is yeah. definitive so I guess you're finding a yeah because they really arrived between. to a, like a truth of these characters yeah, you know, yeah in the yeah. movie they like they came so close to what the play intended for these characters to be that it's like all right well we're gonna have to find a different direction and since it's in the theater and all it's a different uh, relationship you know uh, it's a performance it's yeah. every night is is a different energy to it where it's like yeah, the film is is definitely an inspiration. I think. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, and um, play off of, but with with them nailing it, there's a quote in the show that says, "Pull the nails out." Regarding nice. uh, in reference to okay, one character, yeah. I think in many respects that's what you have to do. Yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to pull the nails out, look at it from a blank canvas, start completely again. Because I suppose if you look at the book, the, like I know the film, the film's amazing, but it, you know it's very much like the the Jack Nicholson show. Yeah, and I know there's an, a fantastic ensemble in that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know like the book is kind of almost solely from the uh, the chiefs perspective yeah. um, and the play I suppose we we do at, um, at Chicken Should we do a lot of ensemble work mm -hmm. and so it's trying to um, return it back to that that kind of um, the major sort of ensemble aspect of of the play not saying what you're doing is not important he's just saying we have, we've got others to, you know, to support uh, you, uh, with uh, you uh, got others, uh, yeah. no it's true yeah. though because yeah. it was the Jack Nicholson show wasn't it like it really really was that movie and it was he was chewing the furniture you know, and chewing mm. every scene that he was in um, brilliantly but you're right the book was like almost McMurphy wasn't the main character in, in that in mm -hmm. that book it was the chief that was the main mm. character in that book and the chief's only introduced into the film kind of I think the third maybe halfway into it really as a, yeah. as a significant character he's in the background 
but they only actually do add the weight of him like halfway mm. through the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a tremendously ambitious thing to do. Do you find that there's any issues at all with the? Um, because it deals with emotional issues and it also deals with mental health issues as well, Cuckoo's Nest. And, and I think there's been shifting attitudes to mental health since this was written. And mm. obviously this is of its time, so there was stuff about sort of uh, EST and all that sort of stuff within it, um, because it's set in a certain time period. But do you, is that a difficulty as an actor? Is it a difficulty to go on every night and, I mean, there's a debate about Randall, but there's a, not a debate about Cheswick, about, about playing that quote-unquote yeah. madness? Yeah, I think there's that. there's always that kind of... Um, I personally think that Murphy was nuts as a fucking bad cheese, quite frankly. I think faking madness in, means He's you are madness mad. in itself. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, 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 there's yeah. an element of madness to it. Yeah. I know he has, mm. a, he has an agenda to, for doing it, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think there's always that, like... Um, you know, I suppose you get it a lot, you know, if it's like... Um, I'm, I'm a white actor in a player black... Uh, black people you know yeah, they, they, yeah, yeah. there's always you're always in fear of that audience member that's going to come in and go you didn't do that right or and you know and I suppose in in terms of mental health and um and and trying to get an accurate representation of that you can only go on the kind of it, things that you in your life have personally experienced yeah, or yeah, you've yeah. known others right. to experience and there's an uh, ambiguous quality to it the whole play too it's yeah. like are they mad are they not they're committed maybe he just has problems with his wife yeah, you know maybe yeah, one of the characters yeah. he's just like he just gets in arguments a lot you know yeah. and he's like he just walks into this place where he's just going to be can be safe. Well, you know, the, the, so. there's a huge that's a, exactly that. There's a huge safety net, so there's a huge um, institutionalization of those characters mm. within that within both the, uh, the film and the book and the play, and they are comfortable where they are. They're ha- they they don't really mm. none of them really want to leave, and it's only when they're inspired to leave, like with Billy Babbitt, whatever, or with Randall who wants just out of, out of jail. It's only with that inspiration that they start making actions towards leaving. And I know there's a in the book there's a horrific thing where is it Cheswick that dies in the swimming pool he he dives oh into God, a swimming pool I don't pool. remember it's been too long I haven't listened to I'm, the I'm sure that it's, I'm sure it's that character he, he dives into the swimming pool and gets his finger st- this is a spoiler if you're not read the book by the way mm. um, he gets his finger stuck in the grill at the bottom of the swimming pool I can't get it out. He <laughs> can't get out, and he drowns. It's, it's horrible. It's, yeah, hor- it's horrific. Yeah, I don't know why I'm laughing. Sorry. Yeah, no, no. It's not, well, he's not a real bloke. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Um, I don't even know how we got onto that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. whether they're yeah mad or not, it, it's um, mm. it is an interesting thing. But I wondered how it was playing that every night. You know how that. Mm. So how is it from from the point of view of McMurphy? What's the? Oh man, I love it. Like it's just you just you walk in there and it's like a, a fun house. You yeah, know? yeah. And you go around, you shake people up. You, you just you I mean you you can almost overact this bit you know because it, it's a larger than life character you're allowed to yeah, totally you know you're allowed to, to yeah. you don't have to be all method about it you know like you can just like go on be a more like almost comedia delate about it you know yeah, uh, yeah. and get get into this group of people that've lost faith and you just in, inject that kind of passion for life again into yeah. them you know and like, so yeah I think it's for me, I probably have the easiest part in it because these guys, they got to kind of like just sit around and take my shit for, for an hour and a half sometimes too, you know? So that like, they just got to stay focused, kind of waiting for something, to, you know, yeah. kind of being there in the moment. But, so how's that from a boredom point of view? Um, or are you genuinely <laughs> in the moment? Are you genuinely there? I'm genuinely 
No, it's about 50-50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, was, I was so ready to call your bullshit. <laughs> I was so ready for yeah, you to no. say, no, I am constantly, no, I'm, I'm, I'm concentrating all the time. I'm, I'm, never, I'm, I'm in character right now, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but I think it's, it's important to know that these characters are larger than life and, and there is a huge stigma attached to mental health today as there was yeah. in like the 60s. But I think the important thing to remember when you book your tickets and come to watch the play nice is, that was Jedi shit uh, yeah, <laughs> that was amazing is that the a person with with a mental health issue is a person and I think getting and I think what McMurphy in the play with, with I think what you're able to do really well is come into that situation and remind these people that they're people yeah, yeah, that you yeah. are allowed to feel angry and you are allowed to feel scared and you are allowed to be confused about things whereas before it's kind of up until that point in the play it's just been you know Nurse Ratched saying there's something wrong with you yeah, and yeah. he's coming in and going well actually maybe there is but at the same time you're a person and it's natural to feel certain things it's mm. such an interesting story mm. like it re- re- I think you forget we cook as an ass you just sort of forget because it's just a thing now in the world but it's such an interesting story, that idea of somebody mm. that was coming in, was trying to be committed so he could leave jail, yeah. and fake, faking it, supposedly, who then went in and, and called bullshit on other people and just said, no, you're, you're not mad, you shouldn't be here. Right. Whereas he should have really just been keeping his head down and just slipping into the, you know, he should have just been, yeah. like, like the uh-huh, T-1000, just fucking get out of the way, be mm. mad, and then and well, get out right. of it. And he's doing something revolutionary, which is basically just treating these people like you treat his buddies, like yeah, they can yeah, treat yeah. anybody else. And that's kind of something that I've learned. I've only been a chicken chef for two years or something, but like it's like you don't all like be careful. Oh my god, this person is special. Whatever. No, you just like hey, everyone else. Just like you yeah. treat everyone kind of equally. You know. Okay. And well, here's, here's a question about that because I'll tell you what I was thinking about this earlier on, and I was thinking <clears throat> about when I've used. Um, disability is a comedy shorthand so when I've said things that would have been considered I don't even know what the word is for it but w- that would have been you know insulting about people with disabilities and, I, and my argument has always been in my head my uh, not even argument my justification to myself has always been well you're either everyone's either up for the joke or nobody is but you can't sort of go well because that person has a disability or whatever you can't take the piss but you can take the piss out of your mate who doesn't have a disability about anything, but you can't about somebody's disability. And where do you think the line is with that? Where, where do you think the it, um, like is it, is, should it be taboo? Should it be absolutely taboo to make any sort of joke? Cause I used to have a friend when I was at. I mean, this is going back a long, long time ago. But I used to have a friend um, when I was doing A level theatre studies who was in a wheelchair, um, and I used to take her to the middle of the stairs at the college. And leave her there, like as a joke. So, mm. like, I mean, she, not against her will, I should, I should point out. But we did it to horrify other people, mm. and they mm. were, they were, they were mm-hmm. like, "What are you doing? You can't." I'm like, "No, we're, we're both laughing." It's like, "No, no, you can't do that." And I don't know where, you know, what well, is like, the from a from a, a, a like a cuckoo's nest? I suppose it's like a, a is it called a microcosm or like it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's like a miniature reflection of chicken shed as a larger whole. Yeah. And so across the cast, we do we do have um, ranges of abilities and and and, and perceived uh, needs and stuff like that. And I from 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 strictly a, like a rehearsal perspective, like the banter and the the fun in the room has just been brilliant and yeah. everyone's been on that level playing field whereas if 
Ollie messes up on his line or like there's a part we were rehearsing a bit today where I have to run in with an enema bag that's a cocktail shaker yeah and you know run in and I accidentally sprayed water on somebody's face and 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 it was a it was it was a good laugh do you know what I mean and yeah, and, there's, yeah, yeah. and 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 I think for 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 people in that situation there's something quite empowering in going I think I think for people to say like people can't have a joke with me because of I, I'm a certain way I think that's yeah. actually quite disenfranchising yeah. it's itself. usually other people though it's usually people on the outside of that right. yeah. 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 that's it. about yeah. it it's well, normally this is it and I, and I think I think some um, some uh, people may be of the opinion that is it too close to the wire having a certain type of person in our production but then you you also have that thing of going you know we're, we're an inclusive theatre we work inclusively that's part mm. of our ethos um, so if anyone has a right to do it, I suppose maybe I'm not saying we have more right, but but if anyone if anyone can do it, um, maybe maybe we've got just as good a, an opportunity to do it. Well, as yeah, but you, else, you, you can't know? be you can't be called out on it because it's your you know it's your thing. It's your yeah. You, you no, know, but still people still call us out on I know, it. No, like, but do you know what? It's it's like, but I, you can I never be too sensitive about a subject. I you think know, about but it like, so much. Like I really do. Like I I have an ongoing thing over autism and over Asperger's and stuff, and it's. Um, now my missus is Asperger's and, and she gets I was going to say upset, she doesn't, she gets angry about it, about that a lot of autism charities and Asperger's charities and organisations and stuff tend to focus very heavily on um, empathy and sympathy towards the parent, like it, t- it tends to be like, look how awful their life is with this child who mm. is so upset mm. and it's like, that's not what this is about, it's not about the parent, this is about, that's mm. part and parcel of this shit, right. but it's about that's like treating it like it's a, the child as as a thing. <laughs> Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Look at that thing that's screaming in the shopping that's centre. It, yeah, and it's really uh, I think, and I call my missus all manner of horrendous names, and she, you know, we, we have that sort of ongoing joke and stuff. <laughs> that's a thing, and I don't know if it upsets other people or not. And quite frankly, I don't care, and nor does she. But um, I find it interesting that that it tends to be. I and mean, correct me if you think this is wrong, but but uh, it tends to be the other people. It tends to be. Other peripheral people that are the ones that get upset, rarely, in my mm, experience, mm. the actual person with the actual disability who 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 gets pissy about it. Do you know what I mean? Right. That's been my experience. Anyway. I think I think one of the hardest things for um, for like people with not a lot of experience, and I'm not saying I've got loads and loads of experience, but I think one of one of the hardest things for people to grasp, maybe in like uh maybe in this chapter but maybe in society in general is like the concept of like equity and not equality mm. so equality sounds brilliant and it sounds good when people come out and say it it sounded great when obama came out and said it but equality almost in a way it's like a cop out because equity means you're working 10 times harder but you're yeah, making yeah. somebody's experience bespoke for them yeah you know and so i think i think i i, I always judge in my head equity not equality yeah, so yeah, okay. um so you know the way the way you do um the way you do conduct yourself in rehearsals or the way you do uh, go on stage with somebody it's you you're trying to make an experience that's very comfortable and bespoke to that person rather than saying um oh we've got people with autism in the show yeah, this yeah. is how all autistic people are when you go on stage with yeah. them uh. um and that's that's that would be equality but i think i, ju- I just think that equity is the the, the the structure that yeah, people benefit no, right. from. Definitely, I absolutely agree with you. you know. What was that one I got upset about last year? Curious dog incident. Whatever it was called. Oh no! Yeah. 
<laughs> Honestly, I got I was furious at that show. Really, I really was. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Um, I went to see it. It wasn't the show. It, it was the the manner in which the show was put forward. It was the performances within it that bothered me, and it was the audience response to that. Mm. Um, in that they really played it up for laughs, like they really did. And I'd gone with my missus, and she was like, in the interval, she was absolutely destroyed. She said she felt like the entire room was laughing at her. And mm. they actually put us in a box because I said, "Look, we're going to just go." Or is there, is there something? Can we sit at the back or whatever? And they went, "Well, we'll put you in a box. We'll put you at the side." Mm. And then they put us in a box at the side to watch the rest of it. But it was just like, and I spoke to someone who was in that company who'd done the touring version of it, not the touring, the, the uh, London show, I think. And they said, "No, that's not how we played it. That's not how it was." And I said, "Honestly, man, they came out of the blocks at the beginning." really playing to the gods and really gurning it up mm -hmm. and really mm -hmm. it was horrible like it really was i was furious uh, with is it. it a comedy well kind of, well yeah. uh, it, it's a human story so i guess right. there's humor within it yeah. but it doesn't require somebody um i can't even remember how i described it at the time but i, I just remember yeah. it being mm -hmm. it was like mr bean or something Do you know what i mean it was really playing it or it was and, and all the other characters around it were all winking to the audience essentially metaphorically oh you know what i mean it was yeah, like that yeah. sort of Oh, it was horrible. And it was in, Bir in a big theatre in Birmingham. Mm. Roaring they were. And I was mm. like, this is really, this is proper uncomfortable. No, yeah, you have to be sensitive. You have to be really aware when you're like, yeah. you have to be aware. Uh, but again, is that, is that a double standard on my side? I don't know. It just, it just felt like the essence of the story was chucked out the window for the sake of a few cheap laughs. Mm. I could see there was a story there. I could see there was, and, and interestingly, the writer of that play has never actually said, a specific disability or whatever. He's never mm. said a specific condition. He's never said no. It's not. He's never said it's Asperger's. He's never said it's autism. It's just somebody who's just wired, quote unquote, differently. That's mm. that's all mm. that they've ever said about it. Which I still think is a bit of a cop out. But anyway, because they're clearly <laughs> clearly autistic. Um, yeah, that was my experience. But I don't know how yeah. we got onto that. No, but I, see I, how I, I think it's the, um, <laughs> No, but I mean, it's like that's the thing. The thing is, like, it's um, it's hard work. Like, it's 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 hard to get. Sometimes we rehearse with 150 children in the room that are mm. all ranging in, you know, loads, loads, different individuals, everyone mm. in there. And everyone, everyone has a special need, mm. whether it be that I'd, I'd need to, I don't know, play PlayStation when I get home to unwind from the day or but yeah, every, yeah, yeah, everyone, yeah. everyone needs, to, uh, well, you know. That's the whole tale of the spectrum, isn't it? That's what the spectrum is. And that's what people misunderstand about the spectrum. It's like, no, you are on the spectrum as well. You know, mm. Even mm. someone saying, oh, I think they're on the spectrum. Yes, yeah, so are you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the spectrum is, is everybody. It's, it's everyone, everybody. Like, everyone, <laughs> everyone is. And, and I think that's what makes it hard. It's like when, when you can come into that situation with 150 people or whatever, but mm. and then, you know, the way, the way you did it Wednesday, might not work the way you did it. It's, it's not going to work today because yeah, there's yeah, yeah. different 150 people. That's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. There's no the way the way we're we're approaching this um, uh, process and and play is with um, individuals. It's, yeah, it's it's like if you took one individual out and put another one in, it would completely change how yeah, we have yeah, to run yeah. the rehearsal. And that's, that's that's a good thing. Then. And, and and that's that's what makes it really hard and so when I hear stories like that where I don't know maybe someone's gone ah I know what I'll do I'll write a show about this yeah yeah, you know, um, yeah I think I think that's that's where it's yeah. yeah well we're running out of time so I want to mm -hmm. make sure we mention this well, let's, just, oh, yeah. let's just say to get tickets over One Flow of the Cookies Nest uh, it's from Wednesday the 18th of April to Saturday the 12th of May you can call 020 
8292 9222. Email bookings at chickenshed.org.uk or you can book online and get tickets at chickenshed.org.uk. You genuinely sounded like an automated message. <laughs> I want to do that nicely and properly. Uh, yeah, chickenshed.org.uk. All yeah. the details are there. But yeah, there. It, it is the 18th of uh, uh, April to the 12th of May. Um, and also, we're going to mention uh, an evening with Chicken Shed, which is um, at the London Studios. It's on the 17th of April uh, 2018. Um, we just looked at the prices. It's a bit steep, eh? <laughs> Yeah, it's a bit like. I mean, it's 150. Standards, standards are 95. Hmm. Okay. Well, I presume this is. It's very good. uh, This is raising money for Chicken Shed, right? Yes. All all, all money, all money will go to Chicken Shed. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Um, so that's good. Yeah. Um. So it's David. David Williams is hosting Mm -hmm. it. Is that right? Yeah, David Williams. So we we got the rights to do the Midnight Gang uh, last August, and it was a huge success for us. And David Williams came down and watched. Um, I was in that show and like met him, and he's just the loveliest guy you could ever meet. And I think he's, yeah, he's helping to organise with uh, people like Jonathan Shallett and right. um, people like that. And so it's it's going to be a huge night um, for Chicken Shed. It's just like, it's it's a big way, it's, it's a way that we can put our work out there. Yeah. Um, and, and hopefully drum up some support. Star-studded um, night, you get champagne for your 150 or 95 quid. You do get some champagne and canapes, which I think is a bargain well, then. What do you want? There'd be glasses of champagne. Well, maybe one glass maybe of champagne, I would like a dozen performance yeah. by Chicken Show. Yeah. Which, uh, I know, yeah, no, well. you do get that as, you well, get that as well. well. You get to meet me afterwards as well. Yeah. So well, that's, that's, well. Honestly, that's, of that's worth 95 quid in its own. <laughs> Don't commit to things that you might not be in the mood for on the night. <laughs> um, Oliver Leclerc and Ashley Driver from Chicken Show. It's been an absolute, genuinely an absolute pleasure speaking with you. And best yeah. of luck with Cooker's Nest and that. And, um, and uh, anytime you want, come in. You're more than oh, welcome to. Thank you. Just let me know when you're coming in, though, so we can just. No, no, no. Just say say that I said it was fine. (laughs) Just say um, that I said you you can come whenever you want to, and that's absolutely fine. That's great. Thanks Thanks for having us. Difficult scenario here because just put him through, he's no. calling Chaz now because mm. he was too busy in here chatting away. We were chatting, lovely bit of orange juice there. Too busy, I don't even know what it was. I just that was orange juice. I hadn't set nice. up a song. Nice, what I um, Chaz. He's <laughs> having a chat with him. Oh, I want to sneeze then, sorry. Um, he's speaking to Chaz what now. What sort of show is this at the moment? You've got you sneezing all over the fucking place. You can't place. help sneezing. Got, you can hear him talking to Chaz from Chaz and Dave through the window. Yeah, he's chatting to Chaz. Chaz is coming through. Is he there? Yeah, now, 9-1. 9-1, he's on, yeah. Okay. Hello? There we go. <laughs> You're right, Chas. <laughs> You're right, mate. Yeah, is that Ian? It says, yeah, how are you, man? I'm fine. I'm great. Um, we're, we're having a bit of a fuss in the studio. We are on air now, but we're having a bit of a fuss in the studio because all the levels were wrong. So you came in now proper booming, man. Oh, okay. It was oh, nice. Good. It was nice. Good. I thought you sold it well. Um, good, lovely job. I've chatted with you before. I've met you as well, but you I don't think you'll remember this at all, because it was like, we're going back to like, oh gosh, probably like 1999, maybe 2000. Right. Like it was Where a long... would that be? I'll tell you what it was, because I've dined out on this story since. It was on BBC London. I was presenting a show that was called Big and Daft. It was myself and two of my friends. We presented this show called Big and Daft, and we interviewed you over the phone at that show. Yeah. Um, you actually then sorted tickets, and I came down to, I think it was Bromley? 
The theatre in Bromley, I came down to the show. Oh, um, the Churchill Theatre? Yeah, it would have been Churchill, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, I, I don't expect you to remember this at all, but I'll tell you why it was a, a huge moment for me. Go on. Um, and bizarrely, because I didn't know you were on the show today, but bizarrely, I actually listened back to this recently, because I, I recently got a tape player, so I could right. play the old cassettes from that show. Well, and I bizarrely heard it recently because I was telling you what a big fan of Chaz and Dave I was and you were quite clearly suspect on that and then I started telling you things and you were like, oh, you are a fan and me and you sang the sideboard song. Oh, we well, must have been a fan then if you knew the words to that. Totally, that was on air and you told me that I was the first person who'd sang that song with you that wasn't Dave. That's, yeah, probably quite likely, there yeah. There you go. F 1999. That's, that's go. the only reason I wanted to get you on, just to verify my story. <laughs> OK, yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll verify that, Ian. Thank you, mate. I appreciate that, Chaz. All right. Um, so, we're talking about your new album, A Little Bit of Us. Yeah. And there was a bit of a row in the studio, because Nat was saying it's their first album for 30 years, and Look, I said, well, material. it's not. You new didn't material. say that, though. I know, I didn't say that. It's done covers. Because you, you, you had your covers album as well, a couple of years back. Um, there's been compilations of... Um, um, uh, back catalogue, we're quite a few. Yeah, but um, it's the first Chaz and Dave produced album for okay. thirty years. We uh, we did an album with uh, Warner Brothers about three or four years ago that um, Joe Henry, an American producer, uh, produced. Um, Was that the one that had Midnight Special on? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Got it. But um, in the meantime, uh, D- Dave's uh, wife died. He yeah, packed yeah. up for a little while and he packed up. He, we didn't fancy going in the studio, which was understandable. Um, I've done a couple of... Well, I've done my own solo album and I did an album with uh, Jerry Allison, Buddy Ollie's old drummer. So I've been in and out of the studio quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. This is actually the first Chaz and Dave produced one for 30 years. So, uh, so that's the, an exciting event then. Well, yeah, but once we was in the studio, it was like we'd never been away. It's was it really, space, yeah? Really. Was it, yeah, yeah. I've it's... heard other people say the same thing. As soon as you're in the studio, it's just like, you know, we was in there yesterday. Yeah. It's an... It's, I've also... Because I listened to Chaz and Dave as a kid. Yeah. Like, my dad used to always play Chaz and Dave in the car. There's two albums he used to play. He's played Chaz and Dave. Mm. Um, right. And I can't remember what album it was. It may have been a compilation one. But it, set, it started with Strumming. Strumming was the first song on it. I remember that. Uh, um, and then from then on was... I think all the greats were on there. So it may well have been a compilation. Well, it might have been... Uh, we had a greatest hit <coughs> there. How long ago are you talking about? Oh, that's like when I was a kid. So that would have been like... When I was like six or seven or something. Right. So I'm, I'm 24 now. So, yeah, it's about... Uh, no, it's, this is like going back like 38 years, something like that, something stupid. Yeah, it probably was a, a great, we had a greatest hits album that we, we put all the, the hits on, could, that could have been one. It could have been that, yeah. Well, he played that and Bat Out of Hell, and both of those albums had a huge Good. impact on me in very different ways. Um, so yes, yeah, so I've always been a fan of Chaz and Dave, and I've always been, and I found it interesting over the years watching... The, the fluctuating credibility of Chaz and Dave? Does that make well, sense? Well, I know exactly what you mean. I mean, we've always been Chaz and Dave, but there's been, you know, like, fashions come and fashions go. We've never... Fashions have never bothered us. We've we've always been our, our own people. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, we've never been as popular, really, right at this moment in time. Oh, I, I don't think now you could be not credible anymore. Like, I don't think now it could be, like... I, I guess a lot of people would know... Of a certain within a certain era, a lot of people would have known you from Rabbit or whatever, and it might have seemed like it was a novelty song or whatever, and wouldn't have had any knowledge of you outside of the more famous stuff. 
you're right. Um, yeah. So, so they perhaps, well, no, definitely unfairly judged you with that. So Chaz and Dave would be a sort of a, I, I, I find it a bit with cannon and ball as well. I think people sometimes use cannon and ball as a shorthand for something naff when it actually isn't. It's actually really well, incredible. I know what you mean. That, that, that has happened, uh, well, in my lifetime through, through artists that uh, have been in and out of fashion, even as long ago as my favourite blues artist, Big Bill Brunsey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people, I mean, I was really young when he died, um, but he sort of went out of fashion, and for the life of me, I can't, he was the best blues singer ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You listen to his voice, but in the, just before the poor man died, he, he couldn't hardly get gigs, you know. Yeah. And, and then that th- happens to the best of them. They, they go, they, they get fashionable and unfashionable and that's a sort of old crap really well yeah, well, it is because it's because uh, for me anyway it infers a, a sort of a, a sheep mentality whereas people would judge things out of hand without actually knowing what the thing was they were judging you know without actually knowing anything about it really just yeah you're dead right Ian I mean as you, you as a kid you loved Chaz and Dave because it made you feel good well as that. totally so, so there was no ele- there was no element of that of me thinking it was cool or not cool or anything like that right. that, that, that didn't right, come into I, I, it I, uh, to this day I love it when uh, I get on Twitter someone uh, and almost weekly Oh, my three-year-old son or my four-year-old daughter won't go to bed until she's heard the Cyborg song. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Cyborg think, songs no, are not the, the best ones to get you off to sleep. Kids are the best judge. They like it or they don't like I, it. I absolutely agree with you. Absolutely agree yeah. with you. Um, so, are, are you well at the moment, by the way, man? Yes, I am, yeah. I've had, uh, a year ago, I was diagnosed with uh, cancer of the esophagus. Yeah. I've had uh, chemo and radiotherapy, and they keep me their eye on me, and... Uh, yeah, I feel as fit as anything. So Good, great. So they've they've done the uh, they've done the old business at the hospital. So that's that's great. Good. I mean, it was um, again as a fan and and I guess as a human being as well. It's been um, occasionally a difficult watch with Chaz and Dave over the last ten years. As you, you said before about when Dave's missus was away and that you know it seemed like Chaz and Dave was done and it, then it and I guess and, and no one was going oh come on mate. I mean it was like really understandable. Yeah, uh, you can yeah. understand when well, someone. That's, that's right. I mean when Dave. He told me, he said, he said, I'm packing up. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I didn't say anything. I didn't say, oh, you know, I just know uh, through experience that when, when somebody close to you dies, you can't, you can't see beyond the end of your nose. No. You, you don't think you ever will, but you do. Uh, you, all, you never forget them. Um, but you, as time goes on, you start thinking, yeah, I think I could do that again. Yeah, that, yeah, I could, uh, I could do that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, you know, d- d- days back for good, and it's, it's great. But I, I've, I've done a uh, my solo album and some other stuff in the meantime, kept, kept the ball rolling. And, yeah. and I knew he would come back eventually. And, Did you uh, though? Do we? Were you, were you that sure of that? Yeah, I yeah. knew he would. Yeah, I knew by, I knew by his. his uh, just how he was when I was popped round to see him, you know, he was still still loved his music, and uh, yeah, I, I, I knew he would, but it was just a matter of time, it takes somebody a little bit longer than others, but um, most people, if they enjoy what they do in life, and they, they have to back it up for, uh, through grief, um, it, it, uh, it, it lasts a while, but they eventually do come back. Good, okay, well, I'm glad then that you're both in fine fettle. Yeah. Obviously, and I'm very much looking forward to the new album, which is a little bit of us. Um, yeah. Thank you for coming on, man. Like, I appreciate it. It's nice okay, to. Uh, you're welcome. It's yeah, nice to touch no, base no, with no, you every twenty you. years. 
To what? I didn't it's, hear that bit. It's nice to touch base with you every 20 years. Well, there you go. Well, yeah, don't make it so long next time. Cause, uh, well, has it not felt like the perfect time for you? Has it not felt like like we are? We were we were due a catch up. Yeah, we've had a catch up, and no, I know what you mean. Yeah, another yeah. twenty years. We'll, we'll yeah, touch base yeah. again. I then. mean, oh yeah, might might carry on for the next twenty years and the twenty years after that. Yeah, we'll do that. Twenty years after that, and then let's, let's be the first one. You know, you, you'll be rigging me up and say, "Cool, sixty years ago when I was yeah, I think that'd be a that'd be a lovely experience for all involved, yeah, both you and yeah, I well, and the listening let's, public. You know, let's, let's be the first to do that. Yeah, totally. Well, mate, honestly, you, you're welcome on the show anytime you want, and uh, it's extended in, uh, to both yourself and Dave. Um, all right, Ian. Best of luck with the album, man. It's out on Cheers, April mate. the twentieth. It's out on April the twentieth. Um, <laughs> there's a hard. I presume there's a hard copy as well as a digital one. Yeah. Oh, 12 inch um, yeah, vinyl, we, look. Yeah. It's on, it's on vinyl. It's even out. They're even putting out on cassette. Really? Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, the record company said, believe it or not, we get demands for cassettes. So, you know, if they if they want it on cassette, we'll uh, we'll put it out on cassette. So, oh, that's great. I don't want cassettes come back. I'm happy with vinyl being back, but I don't want cassettes come back as well. Well, there's, I think it's, there's still a lot of, uh, I think, there's a lot of older people that... Um, They've got their old cassette players. I mean, people's uh, blokes, uh, grannies. I'm pretty sure that they were. Oh no, I can't be done with this newfangled thing. Yeah, no, oh, you're I, right. I'll borrow, I'll borrow a, a Chaz and Dave cassette for Christmas. Yeah, think, yeah, yeah. I think that that's, that must be the reason. Um, do mean, you know what? I think you're absolutely right. And do you know what? We, we were talking only earlier on in private, myself and Nat, um, the producer Nat here, about yeah. I was about emails, and they were getting angry with me because I hadn't replied to some emails that had come from Fubar Radio, mm. and I said. I never agreed to do emails. You don't have to agree uh, to at, do at any emails. Point. There's no agreement. I never said to do that emails. all my correspondence will be done through typing from now onwards. Right. Yeah, I mean you you're your own man, aren't you? I yeah. mean I only uh. I, I didn't I, I only do things when I find the need to. I mean I didn't I didn't do email until about five years ago. Right. Four years ago. And it was only because I'd done my own solo album. And he was going through the record cover, like the typeface and how big the picture should be and all that. Yeah, yeah. And I say, well, um, send it to him, put it in the post, send it to me, and I'll have a look at it, and then I'll send it back. And he went, it will not be end if you was on email. We could do it in 20 minutes. And that's when I got an email. And my granddaughter, she, she got me on the email. Right. And it was. I thought, well, that's great. I, we sorted out the album cover mm. in 20 minutes, which right. would have, normally would have taken, like, three days. So, you know, there, there's good reason for me to go on it. Um, I agree with that as mm. a tool for that. But what I would want to do in that scenario was be, I'd go, right, so for me it'd be like a poster or whatever. I'd say, right, email me the poster, and then I'll call you and we'll talk about it. Okay, you can Rather than a back yourself. and forward, rather than a back and forward typing all the time, I'd rather just chat to a human being on the phone. Great, I mean, we're all individuals, we can, do, we can all do what we want to do, do. Uh, I mean... But do you not think I'm right? We, we, no. we don't have to do anything. I have actually found that I enjoy email, because mm, the worst... Nice. Uh, okay, I'm enjoying talking to you about Chad yeah. and Dave and our new album, but in general, <laughs> I don't like in the old days... When uh, our manager used to ring up, and or, or I'd be going to bed about three o'clock in the morning, I'd have all still, oh, must ring so-and-so, must ring so-and-so, yeah, got yeah. ring so Then you ring up, and they're not there, or you get an answer machine. Three in the morning. Uh, yeah. I love email, I just email what I want to say, yeah, and well, forget it. Yeah, oh, so, well, it suits me. 
I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to withdraw all this promotion now. I disagree with you. Get back on the email, Ian. <laughs> well, um, it, it, you're, you know, you, you, you do what you want to do. That's my philosophy. Yeah, you don't want to do it, don't do it. I agree, Chess. Um, we, I didn't mention your live shows as well. See, so the 20th of April, you're in London at the Albert Hall. Sold out. Yeah, totally sold, sold, out, out. sold out months ago. Yeah, really, we're having the whole lot there. We're having all the horn section uh, and a, a string section of all the stuff that I've arranged over the years. So, Lovely. Uh, there's a 13, uh, 13 strong uh, horn and string section, so it's just going to be a great night. We're really looking forward to it. Smashing. And then from there onwards, you do uh, Bournemouth, Liverpool, Blackburn, Ma- uh, Maidstone, Wolverhampton, Leicester, Glasgow and Edinburgh. Um, all the dates are on chasandave.com. That's Chaz and So it's C-H-A-S-N-D-A-V-E.com. Um, you can get all the details there. But uh, again, if you're listening to this and you've never seen Chaz and Dave live, I, I, I can't... I can't begin to emphasise how strongly I encourage you to go and see Chaz and Dave live. Like, I really can't. Um, and you can either listen to me or not listen to me, but honestly, like, both on on recording and in person, like, you, you're in for an absolute treat. Um, Chaz, it's been a, a genuine pleasure speaking with you, man. Cheers, Ian. Yeah, I mean, um, the other thing is, it's like we're playing, and I, my voice is actually better now than it was years ago, and that's a bonus. That's a bonus yeah. at all, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, know, yeah. I, can, I can hit notes better than I, than I can. Is I'm, that I, true? I can you genuinely? Is that from, like, since, yeah, my, since my, being treated? I mean, if you listen uh, to my old albums, then listen to uh, listen to the new album, I I actually am singing better. Okay. I haven't, I haven't tried anything, it just so happens that I'm singing better, perhaps. All those years, I mean, I packed up smoking years ago. yeah, um, yeah. yeah. And I'll cut down drastically on the, on the drinking. I have a, I have a beer now and again. So perhaps that might. I don't know. Whatever. It's a nice. It's it, it's a nice thing to think of that some things get better as you get older. Yeah. Well, no, normally voices are one of the first things to go, though, aren't they? You I can... know. Yeah, I know. You're right. Uh, I mean, you can hear even people's talking voices. Uh, but uh, no, no, I'm definitely. Uh, feel more confident in my voice than I've ever been. Good, okay. Well, we're going to listen to a little bit of me now. and We'll chat to you again whenever you want, man, but best of luck with the the live shows and stuff, best of luck with the album. Cheers, Ian. Cheers, man. Don't forget, ring me in the next 20 years. I've got, I ring Dave in 10 years and I'll ring you in 20. Yeah, and then another, every 20 years after that. I might just start emailing you after. (laughs) (laughs) Take care, Jess. All right, mate. Bye-bye. You're a little bit of me I'm a little bit of you You're listening to Foobar Radio here on a Monday, and of course this is the home of the double play, Foobar <laughs> Radio's double play. And now um, from that lovely song from Chaz and Day, we're going to go straight into Lionel Richie and All Night Long. <laughs> Lionel Richie, all night long. A little dance to that, didn't we? I didn't. Toby, but everyone Toby else did. Was. I had a Toby was dance. dancing through Toby the window. Toby did. Actually, we I said dance not... as well. I didn't dance. even say dance. Yeah, and that was dancing. Oh. We haven't. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but we didn't actually finish his appraisal. Well, we got. We haven't had the positives. We've only had the what is his weaknesses. We don't know. Well, what apart he from thinks... the ones that he tried to sneak into weaknesses. Right, but we don't know what he thinks his strength is. So we should probably finish Let's it off, shall we? Toby, part two. Of Let's your get Toby and then finish him off. <laughs> <laughs> this, so this could be his last show. 
Well, this could be the decline. Well, as it goes from the appraisal that we've had on the show, it's not been a good show. Yeah, they all then get arsed. You don't think? Yeah. I've never been so humiliated in my life. Yeah, and it's like, well, wait till the next show. Leave, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what happened with uh, Jacob, innit? Jacob, yeah, he didn't like Fucking it. Fucking destroyed that lad. I know. Do you know what? The only person I think I didn't destroy was Adam. Will was all right, I think. <laughs> Oh no, we ri- we we ripped, it. we ripped him apart because he was oh. about being a Tory and oh, all that. Oh, the Tory we... and like, girl shouldn't ask out boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not... Some pretty... I wouldn't go out with a girl yeah. if she asked me out, and we're like, shut up, Will. Yeah, he had all that shit. It was shit up, Will. Yeah, but I don't yeah, think exactly. I don't think Toby Adam. Doesn't. I don't re- I don't recall Adam. I don't recall ever having a row with Adam. No, Adam just other laughed. than over Madam uh, over Marvel films and that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We anyway, film. Toby's here. I liked him better than you, Toby. Oh, um, so Toby, <laughs> welcome back to your appraisal. Thank you very much. So we've discussed your weaknesses, which were. Works too hard. Angry gets angry too impatient, quick. Impatient, impatient, too angry. <laughs> works too hard. Anger, it's it's anger, anger issues. I think yeah. it was. Yeah, That's it was what I wrote down. Anger issues. Anger issues. issues yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. And uh, so obviously it would only be fair to say. Well, what what would you consider to be your strengths, please? Um, organizational skills. I think. Organizational. Organi- organi- in what way? Organi- in what way have you demonstrated that? What does that, that do? Yeah. What, you, what do you do? Give me some examples what? of where you've done good organizational skills here. Um, so, for example, tonight. Yeah. Today, the guest. Um, turned up yeah the guests turn up but they don't always do they that's the no, been that, that's where I would start questioning your organisational skills because sometimes they haven't turned up haven't they that one wasn't I don't think that I was responsible for that okay so um, it's popping the weaknesses passing the book straight yeah. away yeah it's true Does, doesn't it? take responsibility not a team player does not clearly. take responsibility <laughs> not a team player for his, for his own actions no okay no my organisational skills are quite good so for example um Harriet, who's been on the show, was it? Has she done four weeks that, in a row? That four weeks, feels four like times, longer. Yeah, yeah. Like she, well, she she wasn't around to take a phone call, so we organised. Like she's left me. She organized. left me a voicemail. Oh, actually, let's have yeah. some. Have you got, can you do it now? Yeah, if you oh, chuck, chuck me the cable. Chuck, chuck me the cable. Chuck me the cable. Sort of way is that to talk I to talent? Know. Why don't you just play it out through your phone? Chuck me the cable. What cable? I'm not got cable. Oh, there's an aux cable over there. AUX. Well, there you go. All right. Why did you correct that to AUX? AUX cable. Orcs. Nah, not orcs. Who calls it? Who A-U-X. calls it AUX? No one ever heard people. of. Technical people. Technical people. The AUX. Um, what do I do, Toby? Put a pop up the. No, let's. Oh, okay. um, this is part of his oh, appraisal. Yeah, that's true. Let's see what you know. Let's Toby, what do blurred. I do? Um, there should be a fader that says orcs or AUX. No, that's wrong. It's not. Uh, what one is it? It's labelled as iPod. iPod. Turn up so the iPod. So on. press that on, shall I? Yeah, and turn up. Okay, that's turned up for you now. You need to turn your phone up full as well, I believe. My phone is up on full. That's not Are you right. calling a voice? This is excellent organisation. He's calling his voice. He hasn't got it ready, so that's not good. Yeah, it's always ready. Not organised to do it. It. Is it. playing? No, I'm not. No. I'll be honest with you, I'm not getting anything here. No, so I'm not. And it's up. iPod is up. Right, just play it out through your phone. Just put it up to the Poor mic. Poor yeah. organisation. I have to, to ring back my voicemail now. <laughs> okay, well, I'll try to turn this off then. So, well, those organisations, because I mentioned, is not looking great now, is it? Went great. No. Went great. It's minus. So, what are we going to do? I'll loan up to that one. Uh, I'll just put, put it up to the, the phone. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's try that. Put it on speaker. Yeah. Um, this is Harriet's voicemail. Yeah. So, there we go. Oh, here we go. Put it, put it on the, put it oh, up no, to the mic. It's going to do the bit where it reads out her number oh. first. Oh, oh, right. oh I, I see. I don't, I see. Well, I don't read out her number. Yeah, because it'll tell you the, the number that left that left uh, the message. Well, okay. No, I don't, I don't so what should I do? Should I just fade you out for a second? Yeah. Other side. Okay, there we go. Okay, I, can, well, I can still hear it. I can, I can still hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's happening? Okay, right. It's Harriet here again. Calling from Rufus. And this time, from the dressing room where my colleagues and I are sitting, waiting because you still have not come to see our fucking show. It's on the Art Theatre Leicester Square. So first, I'm going to go round and they're going to say their name and then tell you what they think. Oh. Hello, Ian. This is Kim Maresca. I play Judy Denmark, and this seems like a 
Well, a perfect opportunity to practice my new British vocabulary, you silly sod. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Kim. <laughs> this is Tracy Bennett playing lead to Encore. She's proper West In Ruthless. I'm not best pleased with y'all. You're all out of order, so why don't you just get fucked and get here? <laughs> Thank you, Tracy. I feel like that might happen if I do get there. Yeah. Hello, my name is Clara Denning. I play Louise and Eve in Ruthless Musical, and I think it is an absolute outrage, Ian, you total shitbag. I like that. I like it. Think. Perhaps now you might have got the message. <laughs> this will not stop until you get here. Uh -huh. Thank you, and goodbye. I to hear the message love again. Oh, gosh, I love her. I so kind of sexy. want to hear the message. Tracy Bennett is like proper um, Olivier Award winning actress. It's just what did you told you to fuck off, didn't she? That was nice. I think she just said sod. Sod, no, no. no sod, the, sod was the American one. Was learning it? English, yeah. I think she was on the told him to get fucked. Get fucked, yeah. Mm. That's what she said. Do you not know, feel like that might like from that message? If I do go there, it's going to be like an orgy or something. It's going to be it's, like it feels like a sexual tension type. Yeah, scenario. I feel like It'll I'm going to be like, like in a group, this won't a group stop situation. Until you get down there. Whoa, mm. they're a nice group. Get down where? What does she mean? What's she actually into? I don't know. Oh anyway, goodness. Toby, um, so you think you work, you're too organised, is what you're saying? No, I, I didn't say I'm too organised. Your strength is that you're too organised. What did you say? Organisational skills? Yeah, it's probably a strength, yeah. Yeah. Probably. Um, I don't like, I don't like oh. feeling like, generally when you go to interviews you have to say good parts or bad parts it feels no, it's, I'm saying I'd much you, rather someone strength? else told me my strengths and my weaknesses as well, opposed we, don't, we wouldn't know would we because we're just interviewing you I mean I'd say your strengths you're very punctual oh god that's poor isn't it that's the first thing you can think of you turn up that's on time that's quite good good yeah punctual. yeah it's good never late never late imagine that at your funeral somebody getting up and going oh well <laughs> he was always sad, on time very sad to lose Toby but of course he was very punctual wasn't he <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. not a compliment punctual I think it is a compliment it late, shouldn't late be it, should, it should just be a thing yeah but come on how many people are late and that's very annoying it's I rude actually, I, I think. absolutely agree with you do you know what the excuse that I have is I'm always late I can't help it yeah no good I'm not no. having that no it's like saying oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a cunt mate it's like well then stop yeah, it I can't help it yeah if you know you're going to be late just leave early there's no, a lot of people I know that are doing that and then they sort of laugh it off and you're like well no if you arrange to meet at a time it's not just for fun I would only it? wait so long I think anything over 10 minutes is infuriating yeah it's just it's unacceptable I agree but you don't have that Toby because you're on time we don't have that Thank issue you. with Toby you're on time um, I'm stringing um, chamomile and bee pollen Ooh. tea is what I'm having but it's an all pollen bee pollen yeah <laughs> I would say so so it yeah, could just be like chamomile and pollen couldn't it mm. right I think Fortnum and Mason have tried to sort of jazz this up a little bit. Yeah. To warrant the £8.50 price tag for 15 what? tea bags. Wow. I bought two lots of it. That's, that's a I lot. I like their tea. Yeah, sure. I really like their Did tea. Did you say Fortnum and Mason? Yeah, I went to Fortnum and Mason at St Pancras Station. Uh-huh. Which I only found out there was one there. I didn't know. Last night. Yeah, oh, there's okay. one there. Oh. And Because um, I wanted some tea and I get their orange pico, which I get is loose leaf tea. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. And I get... Um, I've got this one, chamomile and bee pollen. I was going to get chamomile, but I thought, all right, I'll try a bit of bee pollen as well. Why not? Yeah. So that one's all right. And in the last show, I drank um, lemon and ginger. Oh, nice. But they didn't call it that. Hang on. What else do they sell at Fortnite Mason? It's a, it's a bee pollen. Honey. Yeah, honey. But yeah, ginger, pollen. ginger and Sicilian lemon. Oh, not just le any lemon. Not lemon. Sicilian, Sicilian lemon. lemon mate, right. What else yeah. do Fortnum and Mason at St Pancras Pan Station sell? Um, you know what? It seemed quite heavy on the drinks. It seemed quite heavy on the hot drinks. And oh, there was okay. a little cafe there as well, I think. So it seemed. So I was after tea, so I was delighted that they had the teas there. But a lot of teas. Okay, well, that's nice. You're and like biscuits and things like that. I said it wrong. I said pancreas, and then it's not. St Pancras. St Pancras. St Pancras. 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 Um, how long do you see yourself working here for, Toby? 
If no one sacks you, how long would you see yourself working here for? Uh, do you see it as a job for life, or do you see it as a stepping stone? There's no incorrect answer. Probably a stepping stone. Yeah. To yeah. so where? Nat's mum. To my mum? Yeah. <laughs> Nat's, Nat's to Nat's mum. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. To where? To where? Where do you yeah, envisage? Yeah, to where do you see yourself in five years' time? That's a classic, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know, I'd like Jacob's to answer be... to that was um, uh, undead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not been staked. Yeah. Um, I think probably career-wise, uh, sort of be a producer or assistant producer full-time at sort of, yeah. You're not full-time here? No. Okay. So what do you do in, uh, your, what do you do in your other time? Uh, so I work elsewhere. Where do you uh, work? Do you do some BBC stuff, don't you? Yeah. Stuff, yeah. Oh, other radio stuff? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so I work for... Uh, for that and I yeah so and then I have a couple of days off in the week what do you do in your days off um, <laughs> what do you get up to not a lot really just have a rest uh, yeah, yeah. no yeah so I do a bit I do a bit of running um, I do half marathons um, stupid you pointless. don't throw that away as in like, that's, 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 that's a lot so that's pointless. nothing half marathons hard yeah. no why point. is that stupid no point absolutely pointless why you're going to get a car, can't you? No, but I know, I thought that. I'd rather get a, car. get a taxi than <laughs> it's, run. It's good it? for, like, body. It's good for... Like, good for body. Good for your body and good for your head as well. Bad for your legs, though, I'd, I'd argue it's not good for your body. Yeah, it goes no, I reckon marathons far. is bad, but I've, I've, only, I've only done a half, so... Right. Um, that's a lot. So that is probably all right. Stupid. 13 miles. That's... Yeah. that's what that's a stupid thing to do. <laughs> for yeah. anyone to do. a long way. Did you do it for a charity or just for your own... The first one did for a charity. What was the charity? I did it for Shelter. Shelter, oh, the homeless charity. Home charity. I, don't, I, don't, I don't agree with that. You don't agree with running? Weren't Shelter the ones that were telling people not to give money to the homeless? Was that I my Shelter? I don't know that for sure. Um, forgive me if it wasn't. I have a feeling that one of the major homeless charities did actually make a point of saying don't give money to the Somebody homeless. Somebody did, I remember that. Give it yeah. to us instead yeah. and we'll distribute we'll it more fairly. Well, I think that's just bullshit. No, I, I do agree. But I was, uh, I was at university at the time when I started it and my university city had a significant problem with homelessness. Where was that? Uh, Southampton. Southampton. Um, and it was it was bad. Like, I, I come from London. It was actually worse. Yeah, horrendous. Because uh, it's a port town. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it was this thing, actually, in, the, in my time at university that shocked me the most, so I thought I might as well do mm. something for it. It's nice, isn't it? I feel like you should have some theme music while he's saying yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> dramatic. Like Superman or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Just bigging himself up in the interview. Do you ever walk? Would you just run everywhere? Do I, do I walk generally or do I just sprint? Just, like, do you ever walk? People, yeah, yeah, I, I do, do walk. Sprint. Yeah, I do you do walk, walk. Okay, I'm just checking. Right. Yeah. So, where, so what's your dream job in five years? What is it? What station? Uh, ideally sort of entertainment and music based. Um, so what sort of, that? Who sort that? Of Radio 1, Radio, Radio X, Virgin, that sort of stuff. But in five years' time, you'd be like 25 then. Yeah, you won't be an assistant yeah. producer. How old are you now? You're 20, uh, 21. 21. You'd be 26 then. Yeah, you'd you be can't be working at Radio 1 then. You'd be embarrassed. I'm a bit, am I too old? You're a bit old, yeah, actually. Yeah, Now's yeah, the time, Toby. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to be too old in five years, mate. I'll be, no, 26 is okay. I'll be older than you. I think yeah, it's yeah, anything no, over 30. Awful. I think over 30, 28 upwards, it's Radio 1. You're looking too old, aren't you? Is, it, is Radio 1 still going? Yeah. Is it good? I haven't listened to it in a sometimes while. Sometimes Joe has it on in her car. Spot, when I get yeah. when I use her car, sometimes she has it on. I think it's painful. Well, that's not you're right. You're the wrong age for it, aren't you? Now? Yeah, I should hope so. Well, no, I'm 24. I'm no, right, target you're the perfect audience. age. A perfect age. Yeah. Um, what's I do featuring SZA Cardi B? Yeah. Yeah. What is it? Play it. I don't want to play it. What's that? Didn't you? We didn't play that. That lady's song, Peaches. Oh, cuppy. Cup, cupcake. Cupcake. Yeah, <laughs> cupcake. Cupcake. Yeah, it's similar to Peaches, though, eh? Hey, Peaches was yeah, like that, wasn't she? She was, a, she was a dirty one and all. She's 
he's the one that did the F the pain away. Yeah, fuck the pain away and that. You're on oh, food bar, you can, you can say that. Did I just, I just did something. It's been doing that all day, no, mate. No, I just pressed something and I don't know. Did what you not see when I was interviewing the lads from Chicken Shed that I made a reaction when I looked at the screen because it had all manner of crap going on on it? Is it not? That's better. All right, it's only short though, isn't it? Yeah, should you want a longer one? I might just put it on twice. No, but I think you want a longer one. <laughs> no, I'll put it on twice. Oh, okay. What's that? Oh, is that her as well? They're all her, there, yeah. Doggy style Deep. STD. I think that's the one. Mm. 310. Deep, Deep throat. 255. I'm not playing CPR Why? again because we've played it too Juicy many times. Coochie. I beg your pardon? Juicy Coochie, try that one. <laughs> uh, that's, so let's go for Which was the one you wanted to hear? It's a new one, it was Who Run It? I said everyone just stopped acting like we're doing a radio show. Well, I'm choosing a song for you. What was the one you wanted me to play before? Who Run It? Who Cupcake, Run It? the new one, brand new one by her. Dropped last night, as the kids say. A week ago. It was on her Twitter last night at midnight. Amateur hour. What? A week ago. Oh. <laughs> a week ago, oh, Natalie. Yeah, sorry, we're back with right. Nat's appraisal. Absolutely disgusting. Absolutely amazing. Let's she listen. is a queen. Cu- queen Let's listen cupcake. to some more. Let's listen to Juicy Coochie. Yeah. Shove down the dick so my tongue so strip. Circle my tongue all around your tip. I said, shove down the dick so my tongue so strip. Hoochie with the coochie, hoochie with the coochie. Dick fatter than Peter Griffin and a head bigger than Stewie. That was cupcake again. Yeah. Was that juicy coochie? Turning the air blue as per. Mm, standard. Don't know what's wrong with her. She's very sexually aroused a lot of the time, and there's nothing wrong with that. But no, there isn't anything wrong with that, as long as it doesn't become your life, and it appears to become her life. But it's doing very well for her, isn't it? But is it, though? I yeah, think she's no, unhappy. Yeah, no, it is. Well, you think that, but... I think she seems she's probably unhappy. happier than most of us. No, I think she seems unhappy. No, no, she doesn't. I'm speculating purely. Don't know her. Don't sag off cupcake or fight. feel like she's unhappy. Well, okay. Deep, deep down, I think she's Never. unhappy. Nobody shouts that loud without having something deep down that's upsetting them. <laughs> uh, we're joined now by Callum Lynch. Hello, Callum. Hello, how's it oh, going? Yeah, man. I'm yeah, all right, good. I'm all right. I'm sorry for um, that we brought you into a studio where essentially audio pornography was playing I'm, I'm a little bit offended yeah but, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's fair enough you know yeah. it wasn't in the contract or anything yeah. no well oral porn is probably a bit much for someone who appears to be like were you like 10 yeah. I am yeah very and young yeah. just coming up, coming up to it actually yeah, yeah. Oh, how right. old are you but thank you how old are you in real I'm life I'm 23 in real life 23 yeah, yeah. and also he's doing Shakespeare so I was going to say that he's 23 be... and doing Shakespeare yeah you know a lot of people call Shakespeare oral porn yeah that is true it's at the Rose you're doing stuff at the Rose Theatre in Kingston yes yeah yeah what are we doing Midsummer Night no it's much ado I apologise same letter yeah yeah so we're setting it in modern day Sicily okay so it's like a mafia thing, yeah, basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to try and... Because the, the play in a lot of Shakespeare plays, I guess, are quite misogynistic. So to try and find a modern setting where that makes sense okay. is is what we tried to do. Yeah, so. yeah, nice. And what's your... Um, what's the appeal of doing Shakespeare now? Oh, I, um, I, I'm, that's a genuine question. Yeah, yeah. What's, what's the appeal now? I know what my answer will be to it, but what's the appeal now of doing Shakespeare? Of doing it, I think... In 2018. In 2018. I mean, I think the reason that people are still doing the stories is because they they are timeless. Yeah, yeah. What happens to characters in Shakespeare's plays 
that is, it's lasted 400 years. It's yeah. been done throughout the last 400 years. Um, and I think having, you know, obviously it's great going and seeing contemporary stuff, but to, to be slightly removed by the language or by the setting or whatever mm. can sometimes help to connect with an idea that's being put across in a place. So if something's happening in London now, it's all kind of on one level. Whereas with Shakespeare, I think maybe there's, uh, yeah, there's a sort of, there's a layering yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, yeah, I think is uh, there's a density to Shakespeare. There is a density, exactly, and, it's, yeah. and I think it's a accessible density that other people are quite turned off by, and it annoys me when people are turned off by it because it's like I judge people if they like Shakespeare or not. If they don't like Shakespeare, I judge them quite harshly. Yeah, 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 yeah I really do. I, I like, I really do. I go, I, I will test the water, see how much they actually know first. Right. Like Dodds. So the arguments I've had with Barry Dodds, Barry Dodds about Shakespeare, podcast and he yeah. hates he. King he doesn't like Shakespeare. But all Shakespeare. He's, I can read, see he's read about four pages right. of Romeo and Juliet. And hated it. That's his knowledge but of I, it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. his knowledge of but it. But you may go, oh, I don't like Romeo and Juliet, but there's another play that you will like. You no, but he, says, like he says it's shit, it's shit, it's shit. Right. And I judge him very harshly on that because it's he doesn't language, know what he's talking it? about. It's the language that's used yeah. in the text. He, says it, he isn't said it should all be updated. Right. It's modern language, is what he said. And I said, you know, his favourite film's The Exorcist. Yeah. I said they should remake The Exorcist for CGI and they should update it to modern day livid absolutely livid about it if you were going to say if someone comes to you and says look I, I've read four pages of Romeo and Juliet <laughs> yeah. I hate Shakespeare what is the play that you would go this is, this will get you into Shakespeare as a first play and then you can look at his other stuff as other he's going to say his one isn't he Let's say much ado about nothing. That's you can't you can't yeah, say that's that. That's not one. happening. Can't say that because one. it would have been obviously my number. I'm probably number two. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Much ado right. about nothing. You can't have, you can't have that. Can't have that. One, two, or three. It's got to be another one. Can't, can't be anything you're directly involved yeah, yeah. with. Can't okay. be. You can't, you can't sure, any yeah. other Shakespeare yeah. play apart from Much Ado About Nothing. Yeah, can't be. Go. It's not just because you've said it, but I do. I've made someone I stream is one of my favorite Shakespeare plays because it's got everything. It's got love. It's got kind of insane madness and psychedelic stuff going on, and it works. In so many different settings, you can do it so many different ways. And oh, broke another pen. Did that earlier. <laughs> it keeps breaking I broke pens. Two pens over two wow. shows. And obviously, that's passionate. the central theme in yeah. 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 Dream is broken pens. <laughs> yeah, the breaking of the pen. Yeah. Wow. Um, I'd say Other Hamlet. Stuff. You know, <laughs> I would always go Hamlet. Yeah, yeah. and it's Hamlet, um, okay. yeah, and. Uh, uh, the problem with Hamlet is, I guess it's just too well known now. Mm. So it's just too. But the themes within Hamlet are absolutely staggering, and, yeah. and the darkness of those themes, and the whole, and the, the bravery of the writing within that. I mean, like people will argue that Shakespeare didn't write him that. I don't care who wrote, whoever wrote it. It's brilliant. Um, uh, so I, yeah, Hamlet's always been my my thing. Mm. Um, I, I set myself a challenge to read all Shakespeare's works last year in 2017. Mm-hmm. Just didn't do it. <laughs> 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 just didn't. I bought, yeah, all, yeah. I bought a, be- a beautiful set of Shakespeare books. That's half the battle. Though, yeah, isn't I bought. It? They, they look really it's nice. Like, yeah, they're yeah, hard yeah, cover in that. They yeah, look yeah. really, really nice. I just didn't do it. But I read a fair chunk of them, and um, but I didn't. And it come, I live quite near Stratford. I live relatively near Stratford. Oh, okay, and, so yeah. I, I, and that's my place of it's my place of choice for going and hanging out. I'll go and, yeah, yeah, I'll go and sit outside the RSC and have a coffee outside there. And well, my mum's doing. She's doing a play there at the moment, so go and see. What's she doing? Oh. She's doing Macbeth. Is she? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. That's, uh, the RSA? Yeah, yeah. Who's your mum? Yeah, she's called Neve Cusack, and she's, oh, yeah, she's yeah. playing Lady Lady. Oh, Anne. okay. Why would I know Neve Cusack? Does she... Neve Cusack. Because she's Callum Lynch's mother, probably. Yeah, that's what you that She's why. best known. <laughs> she's actually best known she as that, is, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, her greatest role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's been in a number of TV shows. 
She had, yeah, she's done. Heartbeat. She, yeah, she heartbeat, did heartbeat, yeah. Yeah. Why did you say heartbeat? Like, I don't know because I wasn't 100% yeah. sure. Yeah, well, do you know what now? Do you know what now? So was Gary Barlow. Let's fucking write heartbeat. No, no, off no, no, for no, no. Gary Barlow was in one episode. His Callum's mom was in it for like. I had no idea Gary Barlow. One was episode. Yeah, he did he one ep- Do you know what? I worked with Gary Barlow once. I've got a long history of Gary Barlow, but I ended up working with him once, which was uh, my heart stopped when I found out he was working on this thing because we have a we have a personal back history. But he did an episode of Miranda. And oh, I was yeah. doing warm-up on Miranda. I used to work on the show. And, uh, and Miranda came in and said, oh, it's all a bit different tonight. But Gary Barlow's on the show. And I was like, fuck off. Because I thought she knew about this thing. And she went, no, no, he's in it. I went, I hope you're joking. And she went, no, why? Was that an issue? I went, do you not know about me and Gary Barlow? And she was like, no. I was like, sit down while I tell you this story about mm. the game. So anyway, I've told the story many, many times. It was to do with a, a girl. There it's was a girl, a girl, a girl, a rose between always about yeah, a girl. With Gary. Yeah, yeah. of course, yeah. it's classic Gary. <laughs> rose between two forms. It was, it was that sort yeah. of issue. Um, and it didn't go the way you might have thought. <laughs> but um, Barlow uh, did obviously did really well on the night at Miranda because nobody knew he was going to be there. And mm. he did, you know, did walk through the back of the set. And uh, it's the first time I've ever seen anyone, I've told you before, involuntarily stand up. I was watching the audience. Really? Because I knew he was going to come out, yeah. so I was right. watching the audience, and I saw a girl involuntarily stand up. She didn't know what she was doing. She just stood up. Oh. She just lost her shit completely. But after he'd done his scene, I went, there you go, Gary. Now you can put um, on your CV, Miranda and Heartbeat. And he didn't like it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he gave me the bird across the room. Well, he did one episode of Heartbeat. Your mum was in it for a... She was was she for not going out with the Nick Berry character? Or not Maritish? going out. She was going out with the Nick Berry character. Yeah, in, in Heart... Is your dad Nick Berry? No, he's yeah. not. He's not. Oh. Are you sure? I don't think so. <laughs> I thought he was. She, have you Imagine got that? Is that do you have that here yeah, as well? Yeah. Well, I'm going to take a little... Imagine if his dad is Nick Berry. And we found out now. Yeah, we found out. That would be really exciting. This will go viral. Not for you, probably. Imagine if we just said is your dad Nick Berry and you went really quiet <laughs> and how do you like, know how do you know about that no I, have you met Nick Berry you sure have you met Nick Berry how quick did we go from fucking think, promoting sure? this show <laughs> to <laughs> have you met Nick Berry <laughs> we got in a room together we just start clicking yeah yeah, yeah like, firing zingers. there's a chemistry there who else yeah. have you met have you, you met Nick Berry have you ever met Tom Lofty Watts you don't even know who he is he was best mates with Nick Berry for a while he was wicked no, Wixie was Nick Berry in his yeah, Can't remember. Berry. Anyway, have you seen EastEnders? Uh, no, I haven't. It's not. No, I should. <laughs> I should. <laughs> I should. <laughs> this myself is because with, I said you look work. about ten. Yeah. And then yeah. Nat's going let's talk to him like he genuinely is a little I'm child. I'm trying to work out what TV you'd have seen. Who's your fa- uh, good luck with your play? You much Thank do you. about nothing. Thank but you very who's much. your favourite pop group? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's your best well, one out of Girls Aloud? Just group. Could that be pop group? Oh, it's too too many to choose. Is Nick Berry started? Nick Berry one? has got Nick a singing. Berry he did the theme from Heartbeat. Every Loser there, Wednesday did as well. You, you can go. have that. So well, Nick- that was oh, Anita Dobson. Right. We've, we've lost this, haven't we, this show? It's gone. Well, he, you don't know Anita Dobson, <laughs> is do you? No idea. Right. No, she, no. Was, um, Angie. Uh, she was Angie. She was Angie and he said she was an alcoholic. Oh, well, Not no. Not in real life. Oh, She's terrible. married to Brian May in real life. Queen. 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 Yeah, she really is, yeah. Have you, do you like he Queen? He left his wife for a second. Yeah, I did. They're all right. Likes Queen? They're all right, yeah. I think I might have just said something libelous. Did Brian May leave his uh, wife for Anita Dobson? I don't think he did. I'm no. not sure if he did or not. So let's just say that he didn't. Been. But they've been together for a long time and have the same haircut. So that's nice. Mm. Yep. Um, so you like Queen? Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, well, you know. <laughs> kind of here Do you like there. the Arctic Monkeys? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a silly yeah, like Alex, Alex Turner seems like a, a yeah. bit Did of a twat. Did you pay £70 to go and see them, which they just released no, their tickets last no, week? That's, that's a lot, isn't no, it? I'd be paid yeah, £70, yeah, yeah, £70 yeah, to, go to go and see Arctic Monkeys. Um, is, that, is that a problem, them charging that? It's a lot, isn't it? It's, it's a lot, but they're like, they're mm. doing arenas, aren't they? 
Yeah, but who's paying that to go and see anybody? Yeah, do a pub, go on. Yeah, do, yeah, do a venue on. above a pub Look, for a tenner. Yeah, if they did a venue above a pub, then it'd be like a grand ticket, wouldn't it? So, no. Well, it would, because they'd have to cover the... <laughs> the costs of... Yeah, they couldn't, they couldn't do it for a tenner. <laughs> <laughs> just think it's a lot. We're just paying Quite the drummer a bit. Quite a lot of people in, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. I might have an issue with them charging. You can charge what you want. People can vote with their feet, can't they? Don't have to go. Yeah, but they, nah, people will pay though seventy pounds. Well, well, then but it's then fine. It'll be you, annoying. Did you pay? No, I'm, no, not you, that. You're a bit upset. Well, I'm not that you, big a fan. Are you not that big a fan? Matter, does it? I don't go. know if that's How okay to you. say. I know. I do like them, but I'm not. I'm, they're not in my top fifty my favourite bands. Um, not top. Do you kiss a girl in this this play? I, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I do, do you, kiss a girl. What was that like? How many girls have you kissed? Obviously new for me. Yeah, yeah. Right, so it's a new thing about kissing. Kissing, really. Kissing in general. Your first. Kiss, yeah, in we the play. didn't. She was obviously really nice about it. Knowing, right. knowing, she was really nice. Knowing <laughs> that it was my first one. Um, was it not her first one? No. Oh, oh she's no. kissed. Actually, you know what? I've made a massive assumption there. I don't. Yeah. May, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. did like go. No, she's been around no. that. One. <laughs> I'll tell you now. Boys. You can tell looking at her. That means she's a good kisser. I think. Yeah. She was. Yeah. Well, I, again, I wouldn't have any. Yeah. But you know, you're going to be kissing her every night, though. For a well, look, just let him. He's in the middle of answering the question. Right. Apart, apart from Sundays. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. don't kiss. Her in fact, some some sort of three. PM Sundays, I kiss her. Yeah. Oh, okay. In the play. <coughs> yeah. In, in <laughs> <laughs> See, now we've, we've wrong footed him now because we've got him all like giddy and laughing and now asking the real incisive yeah, questions. Let's get the time. It's good. Um, within, how big is the cast? It's, I think there's 13 or 14 of us. There's okay. big Shakespeare players, a lot of people. Out of those 14, how many do you know for definite have paired up and how many do you suspect have paired up? I don't, I don't, I think it's really, I don't think anyone's paired up. Do you really not? I don't, Then no. you're wrong, you're definitely wrong. Do you think? Yeah. <laughs> it's all I'm downstairs, all aren't I, eating companies. my packed lunch that my yeah. mum's made me and everyone else is just... Shine. No, yeah, all, all fit. There's always one. There's always at least one pair up in any really? production. One pair yeah, up. definitely. I, definitely. I think okay. it's Kat. I think you it's think you, I, and you're bluffing us. Yeah, no, that's I'm, what I think. I'm it in is. a loving, committed relationship. Um, but, you, but you've never been. But it's your we, first we, 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 yeah, it's true. So you didn't ju- kiss. just a committed one, right? Yeah. yeah. It's not so much None loving. of this is adding up, isn't it? We're really ripping you to shreds here now. Jesus Christ! Did you expect this to be quite such an incisive interview when you arrived? You clearly have done your research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's in a loving, committed relationship. He's never kissed. But his first kiss is on the stage. That does mean loving, I guess. That's respectful. You're like, I'm not ready to kiss you yet, even though I've been dating you for four years. Yeah, I will kiss. You've got to wait till it's the right moment. How does your um? So your real life partner? Yes. What's the name of your real life partner? She's called, she's called Izzy. Izzy. Yeah. How does Izzy feel about you doing the kissing every night yeah. and sometimes on a Sunday? Sometimes on a yeah. Sunday. With, and what's the person called in the play? She's called Kate Lamb. Kate, Kate Lamb. Lamb. Is Kate that a full name? <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, both her first and surname. Kate yeah. Lamb. Can Kate you Google Kate Lamb, Lamb yeah, please, sure, so we can sure, have a look sure, at this girl? Sure. She's um, very lovely. How does Izzy feel about that? Uh, I, th- I think she feels fine about it. You know, she's, she's an actress herself, so... Uh, do you that think is that Welsh, her? Is, yeah. Yeah. Welsh actress she is? She is Welsh, yeah, yeah. How old is she? She looks. She, she Call the midwife. We should have had her on this show. She's thirty. Oh, that's all right. It's good. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I What's going on? I've been notified about this. I've regularly booked cast members from Call the Midwife, but not Kate. So we'll have to get her I in because I like so, to have all cast so members. So many of them. Yes. You're, you're, you're a big fan. Tried, I haven't seen it. No, so but many of for them. some reason I like to book Call the Midwife. Okay. If someone gets a if someone gets a new job on Call the Midwife, yeah. you can guarantee <laughs> that they'll be in this fucking studio a week later. Will this <laughs> interview get me a job on? I think it might. I don't think it works that way. I'd be surprised if any of the ones who've been in have kept the job. Really? It's like a be very surprised. Yeah. She's left. She's left. Called the midwife. Yeah, yeah. Even just mentioning it to now. Kiss children. She's left to kiss children. <laughs> yeah. Within a dramatic setting, you understand. Of yeah, course. yeah. Um, okay. Um, if Izzy was in a play, yeah, 
Yeah. Right. <laughs> with who will upset him? Who's with um who's Gary the boy? Barlow. Gary Barlow. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, with yeah. me. With me. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. so now <clears throat> right, me and Izzy are gonna be in a place together, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are um, in basic instinct the play. Wow. <laughs> right. There probably was a well done. I'm playing Michael Douglas and Izzy's playing mm. Shellstone, whatever yeah. the characters are called. Yeah, yeah. Right, we're playing that, and it's like proper raunchy play. Proper raunchy. But you can't say nothing because you are kissing oh, her. Yeah, every night. Kissing. And, and I'm a child. Yeah, yeah, and you're a child as well. Yeah. But me and Izzy are like really. How old is Izzy, first of all? She's 24. I'm just right. So I am. You're 24. That's fine. So would that be all right then to do that? That'd be fine. Yeah, of course, mate. Right. Best of luck with it. <laughs> Thanks. I'd like a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what the bit I'm looking forward to? Have you seen Basic Instinct? I know. I haven't. Weirdly, the bit that I'm looking forward to the most about the play, yeah. right, bizarrely, yeah. is the bit where I will be walking into a nightclub. Yeah. And I just walk slowly through a nightclub, like looking at everyone like that. Oh, that's the bit I'm looking forward to doing. Oh, really? It's not the most memorable bit from the no, film, no, is no, it? No, 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 no. It's not a sexy bit Have you seen Basic Instinct, Callum? I haven't seen it, no. Do you know what it is? No, it's a, a film. He doesn't know what it is, Ian. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what it is. You don't know what it is he's going to be I'm, doing, I'm, mate. I'm nine it's and a, a half. <laughs> Jesus. There's a very uh, famous scene where Sharon Stone's character isn't wearing any knickers, and in the police station, she might she might underwear. be a murderer. Underwear. Oh, oh, God. I've said underwear. Well, well, there was knickers there. All right, fine. No one saw her boobs in that scene. But, right. but she uncrosses and recrosses her legs, and the policeman get a little view of everything. I'm just saying. So it's she does this to distract them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she, she may or may not be a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> she does, honestly. <laughs> There's a flash. Get it out. Go get up away and get it out. Exactly, I think I will. Um we're running out of time. I know. But I want to carry on talking. Oh well. But just not about the play. Well, in we the play. Say, well, yeah, let's say yeah. where the play's on, first oh, of all. Oh yes. Um So it opens this Friday. It's, it's nice already to just open have a chat, isn't it? Because this this goes out on Monday. Yeah, so it's 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 open it opened ago. on the thirteenth. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it's going until the sixth of May. Yeah. At the Rose Theatre in Kingston, which is a lovely theatre. I'm from What's Kingston. What's it like? So I'm nice. from Kingston. Right, just next to Water Waterton, which is really next to Kingston. Okay, um, yeah, so yeah. I've been there. It's a lovely theatre. She's hitting on you. How? Because I've been to Kingston. Yeah, she's. Well, oh, she, really? Well, she's saying to you. Yeah, exactly. There we go. <laughs> she's saying. So I know the area. So <laughs> I do. Just, I just grew up there. You want to find out? Yeah. If it all kicks off with Izzy over this over being basic, in basic instinct. instinct with Ian, then I'll be down there like a shot. And you have Mel. I, I don't know. I, I don't. I will get you know, it wrong. You got, you Gid, got Gid, Gid, Gid There you go. From the cast, from I didn't Mel. even see that. Yeah, she, she. We talked about it earlier in the office. So I know Mel. Do you? Okay. Well, I think if Mel walked in now, she would go, "Oh hi." I think she would remember me. Yeah, she's that kind of person. Um, because she, she's been in, she's been in stuff that I've done one before, and she's also been in the audience mm. at some shows. Mm. I had to tell her off a couple of times for, for being what? on her phone and stuff. Oh. Kicked off well, a then you have to go that down was on go French, down French and Saunders, that was. Uh, her off for well, that. you could go to much to do about nothing, just be on your phone, pay it back. I, I can't do well, that, though. Don't yeah, do I that. Mean, not I, when you're know, on stage. No, no, that does seem harsh. Right, write a complaint. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, and, do and that. also, I can't, I can't go to all of these things. Oh, right. Every time you get a guest in, I've got another guest. Harriet Thorpe, her name is. She's in Ruthless in the West End. Yeah, She's fucking ringing me every fucking week on the show. Whining that I've not been to see her. Well, no, genuinely, until Ian goes. I'm not going. She keeps calling up and saying, like, it's getting silly now. I'm going to just call contact you until you come and see the play. Actual harassment. I like her style, and I'll be doing that. Yeah, right. So we're having Right so we've got yeah, two people exactly. on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd like good. it to get to the point where I don't actually have to be here. We can get enough previous guests yeah, just leaving it. voice messages, <laughs> and I'll just set the money at the end. Right, I'd be happy. I, with I don't that. think that's going to work. Then you've got what do you want to be in the long run, Callum? What do you want? What's your goals? 
What are my goals? I, I'd, I'd like to work as an actor. Yeah, the, yeah. But do you, do you have a spe- like specifically in movies uh, or in I'd like on, to do more screen or, stuff. Or, would you? Okay. Sure, yeah, yeah, definitely. What, um, what are your strengths as an actor? Um, I think I think I'm I, I, I'm probably quite versatile look wise. Okay. Could be a lot of different things. Yeah, yeah. Um, as long as they're all children. And I'm yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You could be anything in Grey's. It's not it's not a saturated <laughs> yeah. market. You know, you put yeah. a wig on me, I can. Um, you're young looking, but that, I don't think that would matter. I think you could. You, yeah, could, you, could, you quite could play easily. twenty five nice. as well, can't you? I just went up for a fifteen year old. Did you? Oh, I did. You, did you? Yeah, yeah. Like an emo fifteen year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get ID'd all the time, don't you? When I, you're, yeah, when you're I can't. I ha- I, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Do you know what you could yeah. do? If you didn't, if right, say like acting, straight acting jobs didn't work out. Yeah. What you could do is, you know, like to catch a predator. Oh yeah, the dateline. Yeah, you could be like the the, um, the decoy. Bait. I could be the right. The, you the, could be the decoy. The, the pedophile bait. Yeah, you could put a hood up. There's a bit of acting in that as yeah, well. Yeah, there's actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look like you're attracted to a pedophile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you've got to do? You've got to be at the door and just go. Oh hey, let yourself in. I'm just making some Kool Aid or whatever they do. I'm just going to take a quick shower. Wait a second. Did you bring the condoms? Yeah, that's a big one. Because you have to do that. You've got to do that because have they got the condoms? No, because the reason they do that though is because if they've said on a chat on an internet chat, I will bring something, then you verify they have brought it. You've gotten bank to rights. Then that's why they ask. That's why they make a point of asking it. Do that, I could, yeah, yeah. It's a good thing to be ID at some point. You'll be thanking every single person that does it when you get to a certain age, won't you? You'll be like, well, Thank you, you very much. No, because obviously, when you're younger and people ID, it's a pain. We're talking to about to catch a predator. I've moved to his age, <laughs> we've moved on from that. What are you talking about? I'm moving away from to catch a predator. Um, where did you train? I didn't, I went to university. Good, I left last What year. university did you go? I went to Oxford. Oh, university. Mm. Clever. Like which one? It's going to be all the, right, the, the clever one. I don't. I couldn't possibly say which okay. is. Oh, now he's dumbing down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know which one it was. Giving it the full Boris Johnson. That money. <laughs> I don't know. It was were a you, big were building. You in the Bullington? Were you in Bullington? I was club? not in the Bullington okay. club. Good no. sure, like, we in the Bullington. Just say if you were. I was not in the Bullington. Look, club. I've got to wrap the show up. Just tell me, were you in, were you in the Bullington <laughs> club? Say, absolutely you? not. I feel like you were. Did you ever ring your mum up? Like when she's on the set of Art Beat and just say we've just smashed up this restaurant. I ran my dad and Nick Berry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Berry had to come down he and, and pay in. them in case. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a policeman, he had to arrest some people, he didn't he? Ringleader. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I think this might have been the most enjoyable interview I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, I feel like it's the one guest that will go away going, well, that was a waste of fucking time, that <laughs> no, one. Don't <laughs> no, don't see it. No. Go and see much yeah. do about nothing at the Rose Theatre in Kingston yeah. on now until the 6th of May. There we go. Um, come back and talk to us again, and Please, I promise, yeah. it will, sure, yeah, I promise yeah. I'll do it proper. No, hey, it's all right. No, you said the bit. But the problem is that I've been. This is the second show I've done today, so I'm really yeah. tired now. You no, probably have yeah, a little bit slurry. I enjoyed now. this. But it's no good for his promotion of his play. Uh, everything's covered in there. We've said that he'd be better off playing a child as a paedophile bait on an think American program. People would be interested to see that yeah. person. I've said I'm going to be. A, I'm going to be in a play where I bang his messes. No, you didn't say bang. We've talked. Well, I'd have to do it in the. I mean, act it. Act right. the bang. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to the dance floor. Yeah. We've talked about his mum having an affair with Nick Berry. Well, We've insinuated that he's the illegal love child of Nick Berry. Well, when he comes back, we'll do the DNA test. It's fine. I don't think he should have to... Get the results, yeah. I don't think people should have to come to his door and justify their existence. <laughs> <laughs> well, best of luck with uh, Callum. Thank but you genuinely, very much. Rose Kingston. Um, st- I can't find the dates again now. Uh, it's on from now until the 6th of May. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Excellent stuff. Um, pleasure meeting you, mate. And you. It and really, you. really was. And I, pro- I promise you we'll do a proper interview if you get a proper Although job. I think you're one yeah. of the best guests we've ever had. So. I agree. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Do, so I'll see you after... Just let me know which night you're coming, and um, <laughs> so we'll go for we'll go for a beer. Hip hop show, big and fun. <laughs> yeah.
Hey, nice. Rodwea would be a brilliant laugh, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I've got to come anyway and drop off, is he? Um, oh. <laughs> nice. Hip hop show coming up. We'll see you again next week. Bye. <laughs> If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.